1: hey what is going on everyone welcome to season two episode three of the search cast presented by primal x hockey level up snacks and in the clutch i'm your host zach martin
2: i'm bailey curtis
1: and thank you for everyone for joining us and if you're actually watching the youtube version right now you 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 might see someone at the bottom of the screen that we're really excited to talk about before we introduce our guest bailey how are you doing tonight
2: I'm doing good. It's been a little bit of a stressful week. I'm getting ready to move out of my apartment and into a new one, so the nice. process is very taxing. A lot more taxing than I remember <laughs> it being. Moving out of my parents' place, but
1: yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it gets um, it gets pretty intense. That's for sure. Because I know for me, uh, like I said, I just bought a house last Friday, so I'm trying to do all of that stuff, like trying to get the internet. Trying to get the electric and a whole bunch of stuff and water and sewage, so yeah, totally get that. It's a little crazy, and my dog wants to, tell to start barking like right now. Very
2: excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, also my nieces are outside the window trying to trying to bang on the window, so it's like <laughs> them doing that, and then the dog. It's like just just a perfect timing for that to happen. Absolutely. But I don't know about you, but uh, I'm I think I'm ready to bring our guest on because we've been talking to this guy for like I don't know a couple months now. Try to find out times, time yeah. off. So somebody, I'm, really I'm
2: I've been very nervous about for a little while. And he, <laughs> yeah, he, he he makes a face at me every time I say it, but like I feel like I'm having like the starstruck moment. But right,
1: right. I yeah, know, no, but... for sure. But um, yeah, no, I'm like I said, I'm really excited about this guy. And so for those who have seen the announcement, we have the Carolina Hurricanes public address announcer he is the master of the road calls he is the scotch after every victory guy he is mentor male he is just the,
0: what the how can you describe
1: this amazing person to have on the podcast and we are super super excited to have wade mentor join us today wade how are you doing tonight i'm good thanks for having me on you know, like I said, I've been really excited to have you on. I know we've been kind of back and forth for the last few months. And just be able to finally get you to come on and do this, we really appreciate this. We are Absolutely. both really excited to have you on the podcast.
3: I'm, I'm very glad to hear that. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, for sure. So for those of like, for if you don't know who Wayne Minter is, I mean, I don't know where you've been. I mean, he this guy <laughs> is very famous, especially for a certain call on one game which it's just <laughs> the person who's got that specific mentor mail with the actual like edit of this part <laughs> wait, like wait what how was it for you in that moment when you're like you're about to announce the one minute remaining in the period
3: and it's just like
1: <laughs> nope not happening
3: yeah i've i've come close to get being got uh on a few occasions but have managed <laughs> to kind of sneak it in but uh yeah i got got on that one They stopped the clock (laughs) as I was speaking. Uh, So thanks to the off-ice officials for that assist. Uh, Appreciate you
4: guys.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in the moment, you see it happening. It's a slow motion car wreck. It's coming right towards you. And (laughs) so I'm I'm starting to do the one minute remaining in the period announcement. And I look up and it stopped at 101. As I'm saying, one minute, and I see it. And I'm like, all right, got a couple choices here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. One is to just read it and be wrong. You know, say one minute remaining period and it's 101. And I know my my texts and my DMs will start blowing up from that. (laughs) The other is to make it funny. (laughs) And so I've, you know, I come into the PA world from a fairly different background than a lot of the folks who do the job. Um, you know, my background is in improv comedy, uh, so that's kind of the world that I come from. I'm not a not a voice actor. I'm not a radio person. <laughs> so I come from the comedy world. And in the improv world, there's one rule, are uh, two rules. One is yes and, and the second is if you're gonna fail, fail big. Uh, right. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm failing big on this one. So, um, so yeah, it's like one minute remaining no
4: <laughs> and I, I made it, it very it. clear
3: that yeah I made the mistake and uh you know if you're gonna make a mistake lean into it it's not the end right. Of the world.
1: yeah right for sure and the fact that
3: Valley Sports picked it up everyone
1: heard it it went viral the next day it was like the fact that the Hurricanes even did something about it too it was just like <laughs> you know what yep. it was just like an iconic moment in the season that because a lot of iconic moments but th- that one definitely stood out for sure Absolutely. And the fact that someone actually has that piece of mentor mail saying no, no, <laughs> like, like, I don't think that's, that's almost priceless. Cause like, how can you, like, there's never a time where you're going to see, you just have a scratch and it just says no underneath it when it's like, ha, psych, it's not one minute left in the period. It's
3: one one
1: I, I mean, might why.
2: as well have like some sort of memento to give to somebody, make it out of something, right?
3: Right. I mean, you know, if I had just kind of kept it low key, if I'd either just been wrong or if I had said, you know, one minute and one second remaining in the period or something like that. Right. Yeah, it would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been memorable. And so by kind of leaning into it and and having a sense of, you know, do I think the audience is going to kind of get what I'm doing here? Uh, not only was I able to make a unique memory, I was able to make it memorable. And that's kind right. of a lot of what I do is try to find things that can be memorable, find things that people can grasp onto, things that can make a memory. And uh, if, if I make myself the butt of the joke, I'll be all oh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and you know, it's
1: it's all right. Because, you know, everyone, you know, all everyone all over Kent's Twitter, you know, really admires you and all the work you do. And oh, just, yeah. it, it, plus you're a fun follow. I mean, you get like the victory scotches, you got like just, the memes and stuff like that but like so i'm curious though what got you into doing the mentor mail because it's very cool like if people don't know like it's a really cool thing that way does like after a certain many games you know try to do kind of like you have like on twitter you kind of have like
2: i've got mine right here so i got
1: mine too and i really <laughs> like mine as well like it was fantastic but like what got you into doing the mentor mails
3: yeah so um kind of a progression of things so when I was down in the penalty boxes, kind of in the before times, uh, pre-COVID. Uh, <laughs> that back know, in the before day. times, <laughs> back, that, <where> <laughs> were semi-normal. So, right. so, kind of a little bit of background there is, unlike a lot of folks who do the job in the league, who have kind of like, you know, monitors and display systems and spotters and stuff like that, I've got a very low-tech operation doing the job. I've got a paper script and a binder, which... Uh, has the stuff that I'm going to say during the game, and I also have spaces to write down the data from the game, penalties, goals, starting lineups, things like that. And I've got a earpiece in my ear, and I've got a microphone, and I've got a pen, and that's it. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a one-man show. I get my data from the game ops people and game production, Kane's vision, but the paper script kind of gives me the freedom to, if things change, if i got to move things around, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to do as opposed to having to wait for somebody to update a monitor somewhere. So I've had this paper script uh, in the same form since I started doing the gig back in 2015. And at some point, kind of over the course of like 2015 to 2019, you know, kind of before things got weird. At the end of a game, if we'd win and there were kind of Canes fans right on the glass behind me, I would take some of the pages out of the script and I kind of hand them over the glass. Like, oh, maybe someone's going to enjoy this. Right, and actually a couple of folks came back later and were like, "Oh, thank you so much for this I, you know I'm framing it or whatever, so you know I kind of knew that because other, otherwise it's going in the recycling bin, like you know it's, it's, right. it's, yeah. it's yeah it's waste at that point, so I was like, all right, maybe so you know it's a, it's not cool, but it's unique, like it's something you know something from the game that not everyone gets a chance to have. So I started kind of handing him over the glass and that kind of became a little bit of a thing if I thought about it or if there were games fans behind me. So, you know, that, that was kind of the world up until the shutdown. So right. then we go into the bubble and then we come back the next season in the empty arena, which was weird uh, for everybody, especially me. Yeah. To say the least. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm announcing in the empty arena, um, you know, I think there's a maximum of 50 people in the building, a uh, very strange <laughs> situation. A lot of the Kaniacs who wanted to be in the arena couldn't be there. And so I thought back to how I would take these kind of artifacts from the game and I would, you know, take the interesting pages out of it and hand it over the glass. And I'm like, well, maybe Kaniacs are... Who can't be in the building right now are interested in having something that was in the building like a piece of the game that they couldn't attend
4: right
3: so i just kind of threw it out on twitter like hey i've got these pages does anyone want i mean like 10 people were like yeah i'd be interested and like cool so i had like three or four pages and i mailed them off to people and then the next game uh a few more yeah i had pages a few more people were interested and a few more people were interested and then it kind of became a thing um my friend hannah smith uh hl smith two on twitter came up with the name after i sent her some you oh, know i got my mentor mail in the in the post today i'm like yes yes that's what it is clearly that's what it is, <laughs> is it, I mean, why it not right name.
1: it just it just works perfectly it has it, a it beautiful
2: was, a, ring to it it's a it, great it, name it, and, if, if, and if hannah flows, came up with
1: that yeah flows really nicely i mean it's it's it, mint when you get mentor mail <laughs> um
3: oh so yeah so you know i I I kind of have a couple rules about it. I only keep, unless it's particularly interesting pages that I've written on, I, I generally only send out kind of Keynes-related things. So starting lineup, roster, goals, penalties, Kane's penalties. Don't really do anything with the visiting team, by and large. Right. And uh, I think over the course of... Last season, I sent out somewhere in the range of three to four hundred pages. It uh, wow. was a lot. And, yeah. you know, I throw up in a contest or, I, you know, kind of have a uh, thing to do. Mm. And you get two, three, four hundred people <laughs> entering <laughs> for like eight pages of mail. So, that yeah, uh, you know, got, it's got bigger than anything I ever thought it would be when I started it. But, you know, if people like it and it's really kind of no skin off my back to to make it happen and it, it makes it fun mm. and creates a memory. Why not?
2: And, oh. and like you were saying earlier, it's a very like unique thing within the league because I could not tell you another PA announcer that I know that does that and is as interactive with people who are part of the fan base on social media, which I think is awesome. So kind of getting into another question, too. I know you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but how did this position kind of fall into your hands or if is if that's what even what happened?
3: Yeah, so we kind of, you know, a little bit of background of how I got there. So I grew up in a very small town in rural Southern Virginia, tobacco country, middle of nowhere, you know, three stoplights in the county sort of deal. And so not a lot going on where I grew up uh, in the town of Kenbridge, Virginia, but Yeah, my mom was a English teacher, and I was a kind of shy, introverted kid. So one of the things she did was she got me into a program, one of the few extracurriculars offered at my school, called forensics, which is not crime scene investigation, but it's like competitive public speaking. Okay, Uh, okay. Everyone say I was in forensics, like, oh, you investigated crime scenes? No, that's not the different different thing (laughs) with the same name on it. Right. So I did. So I learned to uh, through that process to be a public speaker so uh did that got it graduated from college in the late 90s Um, while i was in college i wrote the first website for william and mary college william mary where i went their sports information department so i I built the first website for william and mary sports and so the sports information department said oh thank you for the website random computer science major (laughs) Um, I see you've done some public speaking. Would you like to do some PA announcing for some of our sports that don't have anybody uh, to do it? I was like, sure, that sounds like fun. So I did some PA for women's soccer, uh, volleyball, women's basketball, baseball. Was terrible at it. God awful. I was so bad. Uh, It was was not good at all. Uh, But, you know, I got the mistakes out of my system there and kind of got a little bit of taste of it. Moved up to DC after college, stayed there for a couple of years, and then ended up in Raleigh in 1999. So I came here the last year the Canes were in Greensboro. First year they kind of opened up the season at the ESA. And when I moved to Raleigh, I needed a hobby because I didn't know anybody here. I moved moved to Raleigh sight unseen, never visited it once before I came here. Oh wow, okay. Uh, just had heard good things about it, and as a technologist, I was like, okay, well it's kind of close to home. It's got a tech and I'll give it a try. Right. So I needed a hobby. So I found a group uh, that I had known about in D.C., had a branch here as a a group called Comedy Sports, uh, which is still around. It's now known as Comedy Works and it's a competitive improv comedy, kind of like whose line is it anyway, except a sports theme. So there's a red team and a blue team and a referee and an announcer. And I gravitated towards the announcer character in that show. So I built this kind of comedy announcer character through years and years at uh, Comedy Sports and Comedy Works. Um, In the mid 2000s, after my kind of then girlfriend, now wife and I had taken ice skating lessons,
5: Uh,
3: As a couple's activity before we got married and before we had kids. My oldest daughter, Haley, her second Father's Day uh, on the planet. My gift from Haley was (laughs) an empty hockey gear bag with a note that said, you know how to ice skate. You love the hurricanes. I want you to go fill this up with gear and learn how to play hockey. So as a 27-year-old adult who had never played hockey before, I – Filled it up with gear and learned how to play hockey. So I started playing pretty regularly as well. I promise there's a point to this story. Uh, (laughs) No, no, I'm enthralled. I wish I brought popcorn with me because this is fantastic. (laughs) Honestly, I'm loving this. (laughs) So in the early 2010s, I picked up doing professional wrestling ring announcing through one of my improv comedy connections, who was a manager for this local pro wrestling group, Gadge Wrestling, So they needed a ring announcer, so I became a pro-wrestling ring announcer. So I learned how to work a crowd live on the mic in that pro-wrestling style. I was a wrestling fan growing up uh, in the sticks of Virginia. And then in 2014, we're coming up close to (laughs) the big day, I answered a call on Twitter from NC State's club ice hockey team, who were like, hey, we could use an announcer and a DJ. So I wrote to him and said, you know, I know the sport, I play the sport, I do this kind of announcing thing at the improv world, I do it at pro wrestling. I'd love to give it a shot. And they're like, sure, come on out. And so for the 2014-15 season, I was the PA announcer for state hockey at the Iceplex. So I learned kind of how the flow of a game works, how to interact with the officials at, for that year at state. So fast forward to, uh, 2015, I'm, I go to a preseason game with my oldest daughter and notice that they have a different PA announcer doing it than the guy who'd been doing it uh, previously. It was not Brian Hoyle who had been there from 06 on. It's a different guy. So I come home and I email a couple of people that I know at the team through the improv comedy world and say, Hey, are there like tryouts or something? Like, what's up? You know, I do this sort of stuff and it turns out the tryouts were a month prior. Oh no. <laughs> oh man. But they apparently, I you know, don't really know why, but they gave me a chance to come down to the arena that day and do a tryout just like everyone else had done the previous month. So I came down, did the tryout and apparently had a pretty good tryout because they said, you know, we liked what we heard in the empty arena with you, you know, kind of running through the tryout. We'd like to hear you on the mic for a actual game. So I ended up announcing the second preseason game of that preseason as the announcer. Okay. Um, so you know my my wife and kids. I got them tickets up in 328 where I was sitting at the time. I was like, you may never see this again. You need to come come watch. <laughs> <laughs> little,
1: little did they know. Little did they.
3: Little did I know. Um, very true. improbable <laughs> series of circumstances. So I do the uh, you know I do the game, and I'm I'm honestly feeling pretty good at the game because you know I've got at that point 15 years of improv. So it's really hard to kind of throw me. I'm, I'm, I can kind of react. react. Right. I know the sport from having played it at the beer league level and having done a year of college hockey. Um, I know kind of how to work a crowd because I've been doing the pro wrestling thing. So I'm honestly feeling really good about the game. I'm feeling like I've got good energy and people are liking what I'm doing. And so, you know, because I may have a little bit of what some in the biz call a uh, focus problem. I'm checking Twitter during breaks and, in the game, and you know, for those of you who who know me in real life, and are potentially listening to me right now, you'll know <laughs> that you'll notice that my speaking voice is not really super close to my announcing voice. Mm-hmm. It's it, you know, if you didn't know it was me, you probably wouldn't know it was me, right? So I'm sitting here checking Twitter, and like all these people I know through Kane's Twitter are like, "Wow, this guy on Friday is way better than the guy on Wednesday. They, they should hire the Friday guy to do that like that's me." They just
4: didn't know
3: it was me, right? Um, so you know, at the end of the game, I uh, turn in my stuff, and they're like, you know, th- you know, thanks for the tryout. We're gonna make a decision this weekend. Uh, we'll let you know. And got a call the following Monday saying, uh, saying, if you want the job, you're our guy. And so that was nice. uh, three hundred games ago. So I, I have not missed a game three hundred consecutive games since October of twenty fifteen. The streak uh, still going.
2: Getting close and, to ten years here too.
3: Yeah, this will be season number eight starting up, and I'm, I feel like I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. It might, it might start <laughs> look like
2: years. Maybe For, just a little bit.
3: Yeah, I mean, hey, this,
1: to, we'll talk about a real Iron Man streak. We got, we got one going on right now. <laughs> Plus, going to a Matt Collin number season can't go wrong with that either. That's true. Throwing you know, throwing throw back to a Matt Collin,
3: but um, no, that's just so like what I, are, I know Tom Calhoun. Tom Calhoun in St. Louis has been hasn't missed a game and he's been doing it since I believe the 80s. So I, wow. yeah, I was 40 when I started the job. I don't think I'm going to catch him. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, you never know. I mean, anything can
1: happen. Things right? can happen. Yeah. But, um, so like, like, what got you into like, like, did you play around with the voice at all? Or is it just something that kind of came natural? Like, how did you get into that? Like, we like everyone knows you're like, cause you've done calls also on Twitter just for fun. Like, what got you into doing like, that particular voice for your announcings.
3: Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I kind of developed that character, that voice at comedy sports. I really kind of got to put it into play with state. Uh, you know, there's a lot of influences. Uh, Jack Spencer, who was a longtime uh, Section 328 resident and is still there. He was my first kind of teacher as the announcer in the comedy sports show. So there's a lot of my style that can be credited to Jack Spencer I grew up watching pro wrestling as a kid. So there's a lot of Howard Finkel from the WWF. There's a lot of uh, Gary Michael Capetta, the, the ring announcers from that world. Um, and really just trying to be distinct because, you know, people people ask me like I know anything for kind of advice <laughs> on announcing or stuff like that. And really the one piece of advice that I try to give people is if you sound like everybody else, you could be anybody else. Um, there are plenty of people with great voices out there who are better you know voices are better than mine there are plenty of people with more gravitas than me but you know i like to think that i've built kind of a unique style that if you hear it you're like yeah i know who that is as opposed to wow that person's got a really good voice no idea who they are um so trying to develop that style that that is kind of uniquely me is of a lot of what I do and, you know, is always undergoing evolution. I'm always trying to find something that I can try. That's a little different, throw something in, um, you know, the, the whole bit about, you know, if you don't know now, you know, like that was something I threw in, I think this season, maybe at the end of last season, just like, ah, I feel like saying that maybe it'll be fun. (laughs) And now there are people who, you know, they don't leave the arena until they hear it. Um, Yeah. So you know, always trying to find things that I can throw in, and if it's a good idea, awesome. I can make it bigger. If it's a bad idea, hopefully, yeah. I tried it. You know, we'll we'll try something different next time.
2: I feel like it almost kind of helps too, having kind of like an X factor system in your ear at all times too, like being able to veto stuff if it doesn't work out. Or oh yeah, I've
3: definitely thrown stuff out there and immediately heard my ear. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's like no no please don't, don't you're
2: not
1: don't being told
3: no you're not trying hard enough to, to to mix it up and you know i know that chris greenley and the team at canes vision has my back and they've got you know certain things they want to do and they they give me a pretty good leash to to try something and the worst thing that'll usually happen is if i try something they're like that that didn't work i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah you're right yeah
1: I mean, for, like they do a really good job too, especially with like, the video stuff on the on the scoreboard and all that. Like, especially when like cheaters never win. When it, those one, that one's always awesome. And then like the one, the fact because I've been to a bunch of games recently with you doing the announcing. And the fact that every time there's a goal and the way you do like the goal call, everyone in the arena does it with you, and it it, it almost gives you chills mm-hmm. of like that, like everyone is doing the goal call with you because it's just it's so unique. But it just works out
3: perfectly. Like, how yeah, does it that, feel for
1: you hearing the entire arena kind of do
3: that with you? Well, it's weird because I kind of can't hear it. Um, you okay. know, for for a number, of, which which is which makes it really cool when people send me videos from the crowd because it's always kind of a surprise to me, uh, and, it, and not so much anymore because I've seen it happen enough, and I've kind of you know tuning into it a little bit. Right. But you know, for the first part when people kind of started doing it, I was down in the box and kind of. You know, the sound just kind of goes right over the top of the box. Like I can hear a dull roar, but I can't really make anything out. Right. Last couple of seasons, I've been up at press level, so I've been able to hear a little bit better. But you know, the the people saying the names along with me is is, is humbling. I would say is probably the best term for it because I I still to this day am shocked that anyone pays attention to me or knows who I am, uh, much less kind of knows enough about what I do and how I do it to kind of do it along with me. And, you know, a lot of that comes back to being a wrestling fan growing up as a kid where the ring announcers for the wrestlers, they say the wrestler's name in a very distinct manner because that's part of the character. It's part of the entrance. It's, it's part of the ambiance. And so for me, I think it was kind of building on that to have a distinctive way of saying every player's name, hopefully kind of big and consistent so if i'm big and distinct and consistent that gives people something to latch on to they can then kind of you know play along with it and so that consistency because every time i say jacob slavin's name i'm going to say it the same way every time i say martin natchez's name i'm going to say it the same way it might be bigger or smaller depending on what's going on in the game but if it is consistent you hear it over and over again that's where you have the opportunity to kind of play along and that was kind of the thought process behind how do I do the names in a way that's going to be distinct? Right. And I okay. guess
2: that was going to be my question too. Is so you kind of talked about energy a little bit and saying it certain ways given what's going on in the game. Was there a difference that you noticed uh during postseason playoffs versus the rest of the regular season?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I I read and react to the crowd. And you know, there are times when I kind of have to push the crowd, and there are times when the crowd pushes me. And Playoff hockey, which I didn't get to experience my first four seasons doing the job uh, and hadn't experienced for years prior to that because I was living in Texas during the 09 Eastern Conference final run. So I wasn't in Raleigh for any of that. I didn't get to see it. The last playoff hockey that I saw before 2019 was in 06.
4: So it's
3: been a minute, as they said.
1: (laughs) It's definitely been a minute. That's for sure.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're in a crowd, when you're in the building and, you know, the whole lattice house in the NHL gimmick, like it is, it's true. Oh, it's it so is. Loud. Oh, it really it's, is. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's so loud. And so I have to kind of amp up the energy just to meet or, you know, hopefully exceed the crowd, which then pushes them to get louder. It's a, it's a virtuous cycle. You know, it, it's a little different if you're in 2017 and it's a Tuesday night against Ottawa and there's like 6,000 people in the building, then I'm kind of pushing the crowd. Like, Hey, come on, give me something. Yeah. Uh, playoff hockey is just another beast entirely. Yeah. Oh no, it really is. Cause like everyone's done this story. Like I was actually at the
1: game seven in 06 when the hurricanes won it and standing, standing. Okay. So I was in the corner <laughs> like where, you know, where Wardo makes his like chicken wing save. I think, I forget who it was against it. But like where he made that save, uh, Fernando
4: Pisani,
3: I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it was Pisani. Yeah, I was actually in that corner on the on his right side where his leg went out and did the save. That's where we were at. That was second to last row. Like the fact we stood the entire game, no one sat except for intermissions. That, yeah, that you want to talk about loud, legendary, legendary. And this just
2: goes to show my age. I was five years old when this happened. I love hearing stories. Don't don't make
1: me Bailey. Do not make Stop. me do the joke. Don't. Make, <laughs> but no, it's in the, in the everyone, Everyone's like, oh, it's not the really the loudest house. It, it really it is. Absolutely. Like it's not. It's not a joke. Like playoff hockey in Carolina is so much different. Like the tailgating is different. The like being loud is different. It's like that's why that place is such a fortress. So yeah, no, I totally get you. It's and like, it's,
2: it, it's it's interesting too, kind of being able to see different. Fan bases kind of get part of that, too, because as you may know, I'm in Colorado, so I got to witness the whole Stanley Cup feel around here. And it's still so much different than I remember it being like, I mean, I've still never been to a playoff game, but just seeing Videos and pictures and if they, like the environment just through media um, of oh, the two different man. places is absolutely like I I no offense to my Colorado Avalanche fans I'd much rather be part of the Carolina scene.
1: <laughs> oh no, but let me tell you, whenever you get a chance to go to a playoff game in Carolina, it doesn't matter what round it's in, it is absolutely bonkers the oh, entire yeah. time. It's just. Like, and I've said, like, I've been to Daytona 500s. I've been to a Super Bowl. I've been to a bunch of different sporting events. But for me, that one is always going to be game seven in Carolina because it's me and my dad's team. Like, we, like, we moved down the same year the team moved to Greensboro. So, like, that's kind of like our thing as the team. And then being there, like, we literally drove from Jacksonville, Florida to go to that game. So you're talking like an eight hour drive even before the Hurricanes game and then having to go to stay in a hotel the next day, get a newspaper and all that. Yeah. There's nothing to experience more than hur- like, the stadium series game next year is going to come very close to it just for the tailgating aspect alone. Right. But,
3: like, Yeah. And you know, for me, I I'm kind of like you, I came here in 1999, the same year the team came into Raleigh. I was a fan before I was a, an employee. I was a fan before I was an announcer and yeah, I have to keep everything that I do professional. There are certain standards that, you know, the show wants to reach that the league wants to reach. But at the end of the day, I want to be the loudest fan in the building because I've been in the cheap seats. I've been in 328, cheering the team on, getting weird, getting crazy. And I know from that, what I think the fan base here will appreciate.
4: At GhostBed,
2: we're here to take the stress out of mattress shopping. Our online quiz can help you find the right bed for you, whether you're a side sleeper, a back sleeper, or an all-over-the-place sleeper.
0: Answer a few questions about your lifestyle and get your personalized recommendation within minutes.
2: Plus, enjoy our best prices of the year for Cyber Monday. Get up to 50% off award-winning mattress bundles. It's time to get the amazing sleep you deserve with GhostBed, makers of the coolest beds in the world.
3: And so I, I let that inform kind of my announcing, so that I can be the the loud voice of the fan base because I'm I'm one of them. I'm not a I'm not an employee who doesn't know anything about hockey, you know. I'm not somebody they brought in from the outside because they got a good voice. Um, you know, I'm just I'm I'm one of them.
1: No, that, that's really awesome. So like so like obviously fan. Who was like who was your who's your all-time favorite hurricane who's like kind of like your current hurricane like was there a guy in the past well like because you came down here in 99 like what was that also that first guy you kind of gravitated towards i know it's like a three-part question of like different phases of hurricanes players but like who are those guys for you as a fan from then until now
3: yeah so kind of my first favorite hurricane was archer survey oh fantastic. fantastic He's such got
1: to a weird herbs. dude. He's gotta, gotta love herbs. Man, the, just the the old school like Dominic Hoshik Cage, just the Jovman, like, oh, all the the, 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 oh, the the whole white pads, just the number one like oh like the the, the old school ones like these. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because yeah, this is actually this is a Jordan stall. Still when,
4: got
1: the a, when, a on it with the A on it still when Eric was still here. So yeah, like yeah, <laughs> he like. That's this was before Jacob Slavin. This was like
3: after uh Roddy, but sorry, but yeah, it's like you gotta love her. Great
2: choice, great Herb, choice. Yeah,
3: yeah, I always gravitated towards the goalies because I guess I always wanted to be one, and then when I turned 40, I, I became one. So, you know, Archer Serbe, Kevin Weeks, Cam Ward, like those guys oh, were the wow. ones that I really kind of gravitated towards, right. and you know, kind of made me think, you know what? I can be a goalie. <laughs> <laughs> if they can do it, I can do it. If they can do it, I can do it. So yeah, th- those were kind of my favorites, um, you know, kind of as the fandom progressed and as I, be- as it became a Kaniac, those were the guys that are really kind of keyed in on. Okay. So is there anyone kind
1: of current that you're kind of like really a big fan of or is mostly just the whole team? I love all my this? children
3: equally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, oh, I, see,
2: I see answer. what you did there. I see what yeah. you did great there. Answer. So, no, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. No, <laughs> I was going to uh, ask No, So we kind of talked about the uh, stadium series a little bit too. Are you kind of all set for that? Like how, how are you feeling about the stadium series? Uh, I,
3: I, I have mixed feelings about the stadium series and it's mainly because <laughs> the stadium series is an NHL production. It is not a hurricanes production,
4: mm-hmm. which right. means
3: that my role in the game is going to be limited at best. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. So I might not be calling the game. I might might just be a
1: fan. I don't know. Um I mean that's still not a bad thing though. I mean now you, you kind of can just enjoy the atmosphere and be with the fans and tailgate and do all yeah, that, I don't fun do that
4: stuff. <laughs> 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 I don't want to, work. I want to do so, that. So um, that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So the league
3: <laughs> brings in um, their own announcer. It's uh, almost always Al Murdoch, who's the great PA voice of the Vancouver Canucks. Al's yeah, a wonderful a guy, good. great dude. Yeah, I mean, you mean really? You really can't. If there
1: has if there has to be someone that has to replace the amazing Wade Minter. I mean, who better?
4: It seems yeah. like
3: the last few kind of outdoor stadium mm-hmm. series, Winter Classic type games, they've come up with a, a situation where like Al will handle everything that goes out on TV, so starting lineup, sponsorship reads, that sort of stuff, and the home announcer. So uh, Jeff K down in Dallas did this for the Cotton Bowl game uh we'll do like goal calls and penalties and stuff like that so i'm hoping there's a spot for me in the game i would love to say that I've, I've called an outdoor game uh but you know because it's elite production it's uh out of my hands and to some extent out of the game's hands
1: right yeah that's that's very weird though the fact that like, you would think even like for the non-tv stuff that they would let you kind of do that so yeah that's
2: we're yeah we're rioting the, the, NH, the nhl
1: man I <laughs> no mean, be nice to al Al's a wonderful
2: family. no
1: no it's more so the nhl going come on guys what are you doing here but, <laughs> so you so so you do play goalie so i know a lot of people might know that you are that you do play on a couple of teams not just one so you i know we have the puccaneers yep. and we also have the motley crew like that's correct so, okay first of all fantastic names two Absolutely. sick jerseys like thank you and three your custom goalie pads for the puccaneers oh my uh, absolute goodness the fact that your daughter designed them
3: even better
1: i didn't like, know
2: that that's amazing oh
3: oh um, very artistic daughters yes. they're they're they good oh, good individual gosh. stuff
1: um yeah. like you ha- like if you had the chance to go on wade's page and find those pads oh my no i've seen
2: goodness. the pads i just oh, I, the- I don't know why it completely slipped in my mind that that was your daughter's tell and send them my best that's fantastic
3: yeah, yeah, so you know, I started started doing the beer league thing back um, in like 6 ish, and so I, when I came back from Texas in 2010, I started playing again and got on a team here in Raleigh called the Puckhounds. Uh, they played over at Wake Forest, so I was a you know light scoring winger for for them for a few years. Then that team kind of disbanded, and this was right before the uh, alumni game in. February of 2016. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, me- yeah, I remember the, so that was exactly. the 10th anniversary of the cup. They brought back all the cup veterans. And I, I paid to play in that game. Cause it was like, I've always wanted to do it. And you know, this that's, is now time to do it. That's so awesome. Like, especially when the, on the 10th anniversary, like, yep. but unfortunately not? for me, my hockey team disbanded at the end of December before that game. Oh, oh not no. great. Um, so I, I didn't want to like not play for you know, two months and then have to be out there, uh, you know, <laughs> not embarrassing myself in front of NHLers. <laughs> so the league was like, well, we got a bunch of people who are kind of looking to be on a team. We can put a new team together to replace the one that just disbanded. And I was like, sure, I'll get, I'll get some ice time. So a bunch of us didn't, none of us knew each other. There was one player, Uh, from the Puckhounds, who who ended up uh, sticking around with me uh, danielle thomas who does a lot of great work with the capital city crew and so she and i were the only two who knew each other as a bunch of random strangers and uh first game we're all kind of like in the locker room trying to figure out what the heck this team is going to be and one of the new guys walks in kind of looks around at us and goes well this is a motley crew isn't it i'm like (laughs) That's
1: a good there team name. We go. That is fantastic. And I have to say the
3: jerseys and the logos. Yeah, I got the – Yeah, I am not a visual person. I have no kind of graphic design skills whatsoever. But I, I, I have things in my head that I want to get out. So I, I found a graphic designer and I was like, all right, my, my team needs a logo. Here's what I want. Help me figure out how to make it a thing. And so I found a graphic designer to make the logo – and so Motley Crew's been around since January of 2016, and we play over play Lower Sea Hockey over at Invisalign Arena, um, and that's the team I skate out on. So I, I've most of my kind of uh, content on social media for my hockey is for for being a goalie, but I've been skating out longer. I'm a defenseman kind of by trade. Okay, goalie is the new thing. I start so when I turned 40. You know, I, I'd, I'd been watching the Archer Surveys and Kevin Weeks and Cam Wards of the world. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm not getting any younger. It's uh, the white in the beard will show.
2: You to have fooled me. <laughs> I know, right?
3: No, not you. You look you look at
1: least in your mid thirties. What are you uh, talking clearly. about? Clearly.
3: <laughs> but, but I turned 40 and I was like, all right, it's really now or never, if I'm ever going to kind of do what I said I've been going to do for a while and be a goalie. So I turned 40 and I told my wife, I was like, all right, my midlife crisis is either going to be goalie pads or a Corvette and a comb over. And she said, get the goalie pads. Fantastic. uh, Fantastic choice. Like smart woman. Um, (laughs) Learn to be, learn to be a goalie. I was like, you know, I I've wanted to do it for a while. I've got no experience doing it. Um, I'm going to do it. So luckily for me, one of the goalies for NC State's club hockey team, uh, Ian Hutchison, agreed to kind of give me some lessons and you know, kind of show me what I'm doing. And so I kind of I, I went to stick and pucks. I subbed in games every once in a while for a little while. And then I get a call uh, one day from uh, my good friend Ryan Alice, who's kind of the super sub goalie uh, around Raleigh. He'll play for any team that needs somebody. He's like, hey, uh, there's a team at – Iceplex plex that needs a goalie tonight can you play i'm like yeah what division lower c okay i feel like i can kind of handle that cool i'll play awesome it's their championship game like oh, oh my uh. gosh uh ryan <laughs> you know i card. suck right right <laughs> <laughs> uh, into the fire here you go right into the fire game.
1: oh my goodness
3: so I, I go play in this for a team called the Puccaneers. um lose one go lose a one goal game in the championship oh, oh, i know man. it's very sad <laughs> but they are like, Hey, we liked, you know, you seem like a nice dude. And, you know, we liked how you played. Our goalie is left for college. Do you want to play for us next season? Sure. I need a team. And so I've been with the Puccaneers now for, you know, four or five years. So, uh, so I've got my Saturday night team. I play goalie on and then I've got my uh, Sunday team. I play defense on and that's really the only exercise I get in the course of a week.
2: So out uh, of curiosity, I know Trip Tracy also plays goalie. Have you ever had the honor of playing against him?
3: I have not trips hung up the pads Uh, in the first, I think the first alumni game uh, that I didn't play in trip played goal. And I think that's might've been the last time he's had the pads on. Um, I don't know. uh, You know, Zach, you may remember uh, Bailey. I'm not not sure if you remember years and years ago, they did a thing. uh, The Canes had did a fan development thing called hurricanes U
4: you know, oh yeah.
3: That. Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's
2: vaguely comes to mind. Yeah. It was super that's, fun. That,
3: that's also been a hot minute
1: since that was, that, yeah. since
3: that's been around. Yeah. I remember that. Wow. Oh my super gosh. fun. But, um, so I, I did it a couple times and I even signed my wife up to do it. And the year she did it, they, you know, they'd have like a video session where they'd kind of break down the game. And like, I think Ron Francis came and talked and they had a on ice session where they teach you, you know, basic passing and shooting and stuff like that. And so my wife has gotten the opportunity to shoot a puck on Trip Tracy, but I have not.
2: <laughs> See, oh, okay. and it was so cool. I didn't even know Trip Tracy played goalie up until, so I was part of the junior storm squad uh, thing for like four years. Um, and they took us out and we were practicing like, you know, how to shoot the t-shirts up and everything. Cause they took us through that whole routine sure. and we're kind of getting ready to do that. And we're walking uh, up to the boards and we see a team on the ice and they go, yeah, that's Trip Tracy over there and goal just super nonchalantly. And I'm sitting here <laughs> freaking out like, oh my God, like this is a guy, like I hear him on TV. Like this is a guy that a lot of Canes fans, legendary. I, I get yeah. to see him play in goal. And I feel like that's something not a lot of Canes fans can say. And I was probably what 11, 12 at the time. So it's yeah, he's awesome.
3: I, yeah, we're, we've been blessed here in Raleigh as a smaller market to have just top quality broadcasters. Um, you know, John Forsland, legendary, mm-hmm. Trip Tracy, legendary, mm-hmm. Mike Maniscalco, true man of the people, Chuck Caton. Chuck Caton on I'm the sorry. radio. Chuck, uh, Talk about a distinctive uh, voice. Uh, yeah. Chuck
1: uh, Caton, Chuck like, I would I would sometimes, if the TV game, if they're, you're not able to get the game on TV, Always had to throw the rating on because Chuck Cain did mm-hmm. such a great job. It's like, oh see yeah. Playing oh soccer
2: growing up, Chuck Caton was really a, it, like he was a big voice that I recognized a lot. Just on uh, listening to games on my way home sure. from like soccer practices. Oh, and, man. Yeah, yeah my oldest them.
3: daughter was a soccer player. So I, I helped coach her teams throughout the years. And, uh, you know, it's you're coming back from a game and you just want to turn on something and you might hear the voice of Chuck Caton.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah the fact of all and like you now with like shane willis too it's like shane is sneaky funny like he's pretty oh he lucky. Is. oh he's so like he, he's, he's
3: hilarious he's,
1: oh he really is and he's like and i've said this for a long time He is always my go-to what if canes if it wasn't for all the injuries that he got is it yeah like he was actually really good like he was actually he's on pace good. He, like I think, like I think, at one point he scored like twenty or twenty-five goals in a season, like, and that's like.
2: Okay, not, I don't know if it's going to show up, but I've got him on a cup.
1: Oh yeah, right
2: there. so
1: fantastic! <laughs> yeah, like, and that's the thing. Like, too, that's a lot of like some people might not remember that, or the you know, like you know, you Wade. I know you probably know me, like all the other older Hurricanes fans. It's like you kind of remember when Shane Lewis was a player, like he had a high promise. It's just unfortunately concussions kind of sidelined <laughs> Paul Korea Shane Willis I mean the list goes on and on but the fact that he was still able to stay in Carolina and do what he does now and it's still crazy too. like even like a lot of former Hurricanes are still in the area So like you know you know you wait I know you know for me because I used to live in Cary and Apex I get it too and I I still want to go back and live there sometime but like something about the Raleigh area Cary Apex Raleigh there's nothing like it. It's just it's just you know. a great place to be in. It's like you almost want to like live and retire there. Like you don't want to go anywhere else. I mean, it's yeah. a great
2: it, environment too just cuz it like for me aspiring because looking up to John Forsland as much as I have in my life. I, I it, like Forslund. he's the reason like I kind of want to go into play-by-play and maybe not the analytics side cuz you know math is not my strong suit. <laughs> um <laughs> but like it, it it's really cool to have that certain group of guys especially John Forsland and Chuck, Kate, and guys who are well-known in the hockey community around the league, and being able to say, like, these are guys that I looked up to. They work for my team. They're, like, idols to me. It, it, it's really cool.
3: Yeah. yeah. We 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 really, you know, we've got great broadcasters now. We've had them in the past. And it's one of those things where, um, you know, I think there are a lot of people who, if they've grown up with the team, if they think about hockey, they hear John and Tripp's voice. And if they think about hockey now through kind of the, the playoff runs and kind of the bunch of jerks here, they hear Mike Maniscalco's voice.
4: Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforumc.org.
3: And, you know, it, it's, I've had people say the, that they, they hear my voice, which is, which is humbling. And so, you know, just being able to kind of make a memory and, you know, some little kid was going to, you know, think about, you know, growing up with their, their parents and watching hockey games and, you know, hearing, you know, they'll hear Mike Maniscalco calling the play and Trip Tracy providing analysis and me saying player names. And that's really kind of I think the best part of the whole whole deal is to know you're making memories for people. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And yeah, and the fact that like, you know, you said like how was all this throughout this year and just getting like especially when Mike Moscow does like Sebastian. Oh just <laughs> fantastic. So for you, like what for you, like what kind of like names are kind of easy to you know PA for? And then like what are some names that kind of like you kind of have to like really train yourself to like do them perfectly, like What's the contrast of, like, you know, what's kind of easier for you to announce, like, compared to some of the other names that are kind of, like, might be a little bit more challenging for you to call?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, paradoxically, the more kind of syllables a player has, the more opportunity there is to kind of play with the name, to, to kind of make something unique. Like, it's it's tough to make something unique out of Tim Brent, like wonderful fellow got to play an alumni game with him it it's you know it's two syllables there's there's not a lot you can really do with that right um but you know if you find players who have multiple syllables or kind of interesting combinations of vowels that you can really kind of work with those are the ones that you that you can kind of have fun with and then, some, then sometimes you get weird with them like you know my, my Vincent Trochet call so weird <laughs> Vincent <laughs> tr- Bro, check like that
6: what is that I
3: don't, know. I don't know. It, it just works so perfectly I
1: mean yeah I mean like you think of like you know Tevo Tara, Vine, Sebastian Ajo Marty Nietzsche's like you said Jacob Slavin it's like we got Nino Niederreiter like we got names yeah that so were it, just
3: I know, I
1: know. I, I, we are we are we are going to get to some past season and then this off season with UA because I do want to get your thoughts on that too but yeah we'll get, we'll talk about it, you know in a little bit. Yeah, there's yeah, always
3: there's always something you can find to make a name memorable um and you know the, when you've got more opportunity to play around with the sounds that's when you can kind of have a little bit of an easier job of figuring out what's kind of the unique thing that's going going to make it stick.
2: Brent for Burns sure. should be interesting for you this year.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a got a thing uh Max Petcheretti. So oh, you know there's some new oh, names coming in. Oh, Andre uh, Kasha. That's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so, luckily, yeah so, luckily
1: you have to do all the special characters above Andre Andre first name, so it's like yeah, that's so like what name like what names do you kind of have you have more fun with with the current Canes team like what's more like what player do you have more fun with in terms of doing their type of calls?
3: Uh, yeah, I know everybody likes the Sebastian Aho call, and I like it too because depending on the time, I can really stretch that out, get some mm-hmm. breath. Oh, control oh on yeah. It. Um, you know, of the of the current players, I still I still love saying Tavo Teravinen's name. It's just it it's, it's, very it's fun. To... It's it's just so, great. so fun to say. Oh, it's um, so great. That that is one where uh you know several years ago I got a I got sent a tweet from a visiting fan um who was watching the game and they said something about like, you know, I, I I don't like how the Hurricanes announcer says Tavo Terravine's name. He sounds like Bullwinkle. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you know, he's kind of got a point. I can, <laughs> I, can see it. I can see his point. You know uh, what? <laughs> he, he might be onto something. He
4: might be oh onto my something. God. I, I can't oh dispute
3: my it. I don't like it, but I can't dispute it. It's
1: It's oh like, God. you're not wrong, but I don't know about that, but you're not wrong. So, oh my goodness. So, so like, so what got you into doing like the road calls and like the scotches like wh- what got you doing all those really cool things that you also do now like that we kind of saw this like, the last couple seasons too. like what made you decide to like do all the road calls even at the watch parties or on Twitter and like where did the victory scotches come in because the scotches are always a great thing to see like after certain you games, know something like- good has happened. <laughs> Definitely for sure. So, like, what got you into that? Like, what's your kind of like favorite scotches? I know it's a lot of questions all at once, but it's uh, like, that was a lot of. Questions. I mean, I'm,
3: I'm gonna, yeah. I, I should have been taking notes.
1: Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm so-, so sorry. It's just it's just so you're interesting to talk to there's a million questions i want to throw at you so it's like how do you figure it out which one do you want to do first
3: <laughs> yes so you know a lot of the stuff i do online is just because i am excessively online um you know i'm, I'm a computer science major i work in tech is my real job people are like announcing is not your real job announcing is not my real job <laughs> it, <doesn't laughs> software, pay the bills. it does not pay the bills um <laughs> So I work in software. I, I'm i in technical sales for a services company called Dual Boot Partners. I have a startup on the side. Uh, so, you know, tech tech is my thing, which is why I joined Twitter in, you know, 07. I've been there for a while. Wow, it was just yeah. a, a toy for tech people for a, a long time. But, you know, the road goal calls started when a player, I think it may have been Brett Pesci, question mark, um, had like their first career goal on the road. And I'm like, Hey, I wanted to announce that. Like, why didn't you, why couldn't you do that at home? I like, I want to, right <laughs> I'm, like, you know right, yeah. I'm going to announce it from home uh, and put it on Twitter. And people are like, that was cool. I'm like, yeah, let me do another one and do another <laughs> one. And just like the Minder mail, it kind of became a thing. Right. So it's a good opportunity for, for me to have fun, for you know, like Kevin Weeks has this whole gimmick where he's breaking NHL trade news from the weirdest places. <laughs> All, yep. tra- trash can on the head. Yeah, in the sauna so, you know, it's kind of my version of that. Um oh You know, gosh. the victory scotch came because, you know, I get amped up at a game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is, oh, it yeah. is It is. a long night. It is a lot of work. My adrenaline's kind of off the charts. So I'd come home and I'd have, uh, you know, have a drink of the brown liquor to just kind of chill out a little bit before I go to bed. And so I don't know why I was like, hey, we won a game. Here's my victory scotch. And then people are like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have one, too. And then I just, again, do it again, do it again. And then it kind of becomes a thing. Um,
2: So now people are like, what are you
3: drinking, mentor?
2: Yeah.
1: So what would you say is kind of like your favorite scotch of all the victory scotches? Like what is there a certain label or a bottle you kind of go to or is it just random ad- yeah it's anything. all
3: over the place you know i i've had people very kindly gift me some bottles i've had a couple of people kindly give me some very nice bottles uh that <laughs> i don't drink out of very often um probably my go-to is the glen moran g quinta Rubin 14 year uh Ooh, okay like the taste of that one and so again, kind of back in the before times, uh, they did this thing called the the Canes Bash. Um, yep. Remember, and, that, remember those two? <laughs> right. You know, the casino and ideal. And a couple years into the gig, I because because one of the things that I really try to do with the you know kind of z list celebrity amount of fame I have oh, is stop. try not z list, sir. Don't sell Y-list. yourself too Maybe sure. I'm up to y list at this point. Come um, on, come on, Wade.
1: Don't, don't be too humble now.
3: <laughs> but I, I I do try to do things to raise money for the Hurricanes Foundation. Um, you know, I do things on Cameo for that. And one of the things that they, they let me do after a couple of years on the job was at the Canes Bash, every player does like a player basket of all their kind of favorite stuff. And so I was like, hey, I might be able to raise some money with a player basket as well. <laughs> so I put in right. like, um you know a, a team signed game uh, you know, opening night script and i put in you know my motley crew puck and uh you know a, a Puccaneers jersey you know kind of stuff from my life and i would always throw in a bottle of scotch and kind of my go-to scotch in the player basket was the the quinta rubin
1: okay nice. that's okay. really
3: cool i forget i mean
1: i forgot we even did those too. like i know a, right? a lot of <laughs> a lot of throwback stuff yeah. bill this is before your time so i know you might not know this but <laughs> but
2: yeah. no so, so I was gonna ask so before it kind of is like a transition into your thoughts on last season we have to know what was your favorite call or my oh. favorite moment as a PA announcer from last season
1: oh my gosh wait, wait, try to try <laughs> to narrow that list I know oh my gosh most, I, of the season, most points yeah, yeah. Pick, pick one moment for us uh, a lot of stuff
3: <laughs> um, I, it, I think it was when I had to announce like eight penalties simultaneously. <laughs> oh, and I, I announced I know, penalties I know. for like 49 straight seconds. I remember I the, that. I, I know what game you're talking <laughs> about too. Cause and... that was <laughs> also, 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 <laughs> and, and again, that, that's a case where, is that, could there have been a more efficient way for me to do that? Absolutely. Would it have been as funny? No.
2: Absolutely not.
4: <laughs> no, like <laughs> also, and
3: also, and also, and also. And so I could guy. make, you know, big build that every time. So I could have been like hurricanes, you know, one, two, three, four, two minutes for roughing. Other team, two, one, two, three, four, two minutes for roughing. <laughs> and gotten it done in 10 seconds. But that wouldn't be funny. Uh, yeah. And I'm here to make me laugh. So, yeah. By announcing them all individually and making the alsos kind of bigger and more exasperated mm-hmm. every time, uh, it it was fun for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost it's almost like the end. Then from Dude, where's my car? And then and then it's like, yeah, yeah I, I I see I see where you went with. I don't know if that was your inspiration, but I kind of see that connection of like just like keep billing until it's like, oh my gosh, do not say and then again. So <laughs> that's we've also got
2: to talk about your appearance on the Tonight Show or with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chloe Grace Moritz. Someone yeah. send her
1: someone send her a Canes jersey
3: because
2: <laughs> the red and black
1: would look a lot better than that blue and orange. I'm just. saying. Yeah.
3: So you know they she she was there at opening night and uh, I guess our people had talked to her people about you know putting her up on the on the video board and have you know presenting her with the huge KDX T shirt and like we don't know what she's gonna do.
6: Uh, Wade, make it make sense.
3: Um. So again, the improv training kicked in. I'll I'll figure something out. Um, you know, for those things I really like them because they're generally just like, "Wait, here's what's going to happen, make it entertaining."
4: Yes. Catnip for me. <laughs> there
1: we go. So, now speak you know, my it, language.
3: <laughs> it was a uh it, it was a very fun moment in the arena, and I guess the Tonight Show people when they had uh Chloe Grace on for her interview found out about it or someone told them, so they got the video clip from Kane's Vision with the clean audio feed. Uh, right from my microphone, so I'm there. Like my voice is loud and clear on the Tonight Show, and I was in uh, I was in Arizona for work when that aired, and so I got up in Scottsdale, Arizona, and had like you know 20 texts from like you were on
2: the Tonight
6: Show last night.
3: Like, well, I was in Arizona last night. Uh, clearly, you're mistaken.
2: <laughs> you you saw my beautiful luscious hair. It that's right. Pretty, I, yeah. Gorgeous.
3: yeah. Face made for me, made for radio and a voice made for mine. That's that's my gimmick. Oh, uh, I love it oh man that's so great but like
1: so last season i know like most points most wins like what was that for you just seeing this canes team like there was a couple points where they might have been tied maybe a little bit behind but not very much and of course coming down to like the last week of the season like what was just the overall aspect of last year for you just watching probably one of the best canes teams
3: points wise last season it's just that we couldn't seem to lose at home like I we just kept winning and kept mm-hmm. winning and kept winning, which makes my job fun.
5: Yeah. Uh, Cause I like course announcing
3: course. wins. I don't like announcing losses and, you know, being able to just have win after win, after win, when, you know, three out of four games, five out of six games, you know, seven in a row, like nine
1: in a row, like nine was, in a row.
3: That was fun. <laughs> there, there were a lot of home wins last year. And, you know, for us in the, in the game production and the fan entertainment side, if people are coming to the PNC arena and they're watching wins, they're going to come back and they're going to tell their friends and their friends are going to come back. And so that led to very full houses, sellouts on weekday games, you know, so it was really a virtuous cycle in terms of a really good team doing a lot of wins at home, uh, you know, being very entertaining on the ice. You know, this wasn't, you know, two, one New Jersey devils hockey from the early two thousands, where even if they're winning, you're falling asleep. It's exciting hockey with, with, you know, exciting players. So for me, I think, you know, that was the biggest thing about a very successful season for the Canes was, you know, how entertaining they were at home, how many, how much, uh, how many times they won at home and how easy that makes my job and the rest of the game production team's job. When you know you're going to come to a PNC arena and you're going to probably see a Canes win. And that's what, that's what you're paying your money for.
1: No, for sure. Like, was there like one game or was there certain games that like you kind of like remember most of like many specific moments or just like just the overall aspect like were there are there games that kind of like stick out to you from past season or is it kind of just all together at once
3: yeah they all just kind of run together at this point um you know the, <laughs> it just kind of goes from game to game to game and you know you remember a lot of the feelings you remember good stuff like the jordan stall hat trick was super oh, amazing
1: so hey Gotta love Jordy, man. That yeah, was just so great.
3: You know, you remember the weird stuff. So you know, the uh, the I think it was like six, nothing, just butt whooping we took at the hands of Columbus, and oh. I came home and burned the game script and like you know, oh uh, yeah, I'm. That was like not that's that good out because it was such a ra- you know such an oddity like yeah. it was so. Weird, and you know, I, I was able to get some get some fun video of of me burning the, screen, the game. I remember, yeah, no. yeah. Side. I, I guess it was kind of payback for beating them seven four with that ma- amazing comeback.
1: New Year's Day, so New mean. Year's Day.
3: Like, yeah, my wife yeah. and I are so you know our tradition is that we de-decorate our house for Christmas on New Year's Day. and okay. that's the day we take all of our decorations down, and so we've got the game on, and we're you know taking Christmas decorations down, and we're just like, look at this stuff. This is Mm -hmm. terrible, and we kind of we we went outside to go like I'm not watching this game anymore. We're gonna go outside and take some of the decorations down. We come in and like oh they've at least made it interesting. It's not gonna be a shutout. Oh.
0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
6: Spring training is right around the corner, so come for the games and have a ball in Arizona. With world-class resorts, unbeatable dining and nightlife, amazing scenery, and endless outdoor adventure. Make your visit unforgettable. Plan your getaway at myspringtraining.com.
3: Oh. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just I remember that game like the back of my hand too because I'm sitting there like I'm or I'm sitting on my couch or, or on the couch at my parents' house and w- my dad sees the first three happen uh, from Columbus and then he's like I don't know if I can watch this anymore he goes outside and takes care of like some woodworking projects he's got going on and all of a sudden like the goals start picking up for us and I go out like screaming across the house Dad Dad we're going up it's mm-hmm. happening come on and oh my gosh it was great.
1: The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the Ethan Bear from the blue line goal goes in, you're should, like, okay.
2: Two times our, that happened this season. I
1: know it, that uh, for me, like the like the NASCAR day game against Vancouver, which we have again this year, which whole oh, the fact that, like, you know, you got the Svechikov Pirouette all, of avoiding it hit, gets to the Marty Nietzsche, and he just snipes it. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, you know, being at the anti Ronta shutout against Can- Canadians like five days before New Year's Eve, that was fun. It, it, there's like so many games you can think of and it's just wild of like look in the fact too like even we had a bunch of guys that we had like you know Jack Drury we had Oh, the, the Chicago
3: Wolves game that was very that amazing. was and so everyone's great everyone's out with COVID they call up like six guys from the Wolves and, and you get a win
1: yeah, then that entire stretch we're still winning games too. Like Jalen Shaffield comes in, and like uh, Tony's out for a month, and Jalen plays out of his mind. Jack Juricus like two goals in two games. You're like, okay, this guy Playing might be in a problem.
2: Unnatural position to him, right? Might I remind yeah. you?
4: It's just
3: it's it's one of those things where you you could kind of tell the team was special, and it, it is certainly unfortunate that they you know picked a bad game to have a bad game against the Rangers, but you know.
1: And of course, as Igor Sturkin decided to finally wake up against the Hurricanes, we couldn't do nothing against Pittsburgh, and right. they couldn't do their job to eliminate them. So it's just it's just unfortunate circumstances of just wrong, so, wrong you know, team a, at the wrong time. A disappointing
3: end, but, you know. Yeah, it happens. It's I, hockey. I think I mean, if you told a Canes fan in April of 2018 that you were going to be just – incredibly angry and disappointed that the Canes lost in the second round of the playoffs in game seven, after you know, making the Eastern conference finals two years before in their third straight playoff run. And people were going to be mad that person in 28, you know, April of 2018 be like, what are the playoffs?
1: Right? <laughs> so, you <laughs> yeah. know, a little yeah. perspective. There. Yeah. Yeah. When well, in fact you're like four straight playoff appearances back to back ever of the division titles, like and then it's like the names that you have too it's just it's insane to think about because you you remember the <laughs> team that we In had the dark, dark days stuff. yeah was the dark the dark ages of, of hurricanes hockey where it's just like you they could not figure it out and it's like now you're looking at this team like rod brendamore you know tim gleason former O sixer as part mm-hmm. of the coaching staff too and the roster kind of have and now the roster we do have like what are your thoughts So far, like we go through the draft and then day one of free agency, and it's like, okay, here's Brent Burns. Okay, here's Max Pacioretty. We got him for basically nothing. Literally nothing. Literally nothing. And then you get Andre Kasha for a great deal. And Andre, when he's healthy, he's really good too. Like what are your your thoughts so far this offseason? with kind of like the – unfortunately, there are some names that we didn't want to see go, go. But like how are you feeling though going like so far this offseason with all the additions that we do have? for this hurricane team coming up.
3: You know, I'm liking it. Um, you know, the, the defense is still strong. You lost a power play quarterback, but you gained a new one. Um, you know, you've, you've added good scoring depth with Andre Kasha. If he can stay healthy, I think Max Pacioretty might be the wild card that kind of pushes you over. Cause when you looked at the team, especially kind of down the stretch and into the playoffs, the defense played well. The goaltending was good. It was unfortunate that Freddie got hurt. Um, yeah, you know Auntie Ronta played a very strong playoff series, but you know I think everyone who's who's watched the team sees that it was a lack of goal scoring that kind of kind of sunk them. You know, you score a few more goals in these close games, you're probably moving on, which shows that you can never have too much goal scoring on a team. And right. Max Pacioretty is a guy who's proven that he can be an elite goal scorer, he's a sniper, he's had some injury issues in Vegas. If he can be healthy, and I'm, you know, I'm assuming that the team did their due diligence on him that he could, that could be, you know, the one key missing piece that that the team needed and didn't have. Because then you can put some of the other guys in positions where they get better matchups, they can score a little more easily, and you score a few more goals a game, or you know, in the course of a series, it's it's a whole different ballgame.
1: Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like mass packs are right. He's got. He's had like six thirty goal seasons. So, like you said, the guy can score goals. Uh, they'll get him for future considerations. Like you're not going to say no that to future that.
2: considerations, guy.
1: I mean, that <laughs> him. I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, I mean, he he even got a graphic
3: too. So, I mean he, he did. Guys, which, that, that which really, you know, the the Kane social team just oh, has so, so much good. fun. Uh, oh, the, well, I, love the,
1: it. I like. I want to see them go up against Wendy's in a roast off, just because of the fact that they're probably the most <laughs> two fun accounts on Twitter. I, I love our I love our Canes team. They're mm-hmm. so amazing. They're great to interact with. It's just yeah. You, there's no, there's nothing bad you can say about the Canes social media team. They they are always killing it. The they place deserve
2: place. a raise, a cookie, whatever it is. Like the,
1: like <laughs> graphics, captions. It's like they don't ever really miss. They're just so great. It's just. The video production team for the for the hype videos they did and the and the hype graphics for like all of the like with the the music choices for every mm-hmm. game oh my, the graphics for the playoffs just like the like the ulterior fonts they were doing I'm like okay this team is taking it to the next level, like I saved all of them because that's just how good they are it's like absolutely. oh my gosh, like top to bottom, I don't think there's like everyone in the organization just absolutely kills it it's just amazing for how this how this hurricane steam is set up so for this upcoming season like is there any other preparation is there any preparation you should kind of get into to get yourself ready for the season or is it just like when it's time it's time like what are we kind of looking forward to for the hurricane's 25th anniversary season because patches jerseys and all this other fun stuff coming out too like what like what are you looking forward to most uh coming up this season
3: yeah, a lot of this stuff is is as much of a surprise to me as it is to you. Again, I see it when everyone else does, but a lot of Not good right. opportunities for marketing, a lot of good opportunities for for kind of bringing some new visuals. Twenty fifth anniversary, they've released the the logo for it, so I'm sure we're going to see so a patch great. for that.
1: I'm, I'm I'm buying at least three myself because I got I got some jerseys that need
3: that need some uh, really cool patches on them. <laughs> and then you know you've got the at some point we're going to see the stadium series jersey reveal a whole lot of different ways they could go with that. Absolutely. Oh, please please be an alt, a gray jersey just for fun. <laughs> cuz that I think do
1: if you, if you do it perfectly that gray jersey would look really nice, but I mean either way, obviously
3: people are going to get it cuz you never get stadium series jerseys, especially in Carolina. Right. Why not? But, you know, the branding team's done a really good job of having three very distinctive looks on all three of the current mm-hmm. jerseys, the home, the oh, so away, the, the alternate. So I'm sure they're going to come up with something really good on the Stadium Series jersey as well. So right. uh, And they're in yeah. the reverse retro, too. They're bringing reverse
1: retros back this year as well. So I'm kind of curious to see where the cans go with that, because I've seen a lot of people kind of throw out the, the Navy Whalers jersey, which... Because we had the great we've had the green ones, we've had the gray ones. I'm kind of, ex- I'm curious to see if they're gonna bring the blue ones back.
3: I actually have one of those. I have a 1993 Frank Petrangelo uh, Navy Whalers jersey. Nice,
4: oh,
2: nice.
3: Yeah, that that's really cool. Yeah, the the Navy Blues are
1: very underrated in my opinion. Like a lot, the, the way the green Whalers ones are nice. Those Navy Blues, if you do them right, they are spectacular. Especially if the logo's green. So yeah, I mean, so you know we've
3: got Whalers night coming up against Boston again this year. So the oh, New that's, rivalries that's, coming back. That's that's a perfect time to have that too. And of course, you got Star Wars night,
1: which is always great. Looking forward to that as well. I'm hoping marketing to
2: to do- marketing missed out on an opportunity to play Nashville on NASCAR day.
1: Yep. So we could have NAS versus
3: CAR. Yeah, Va- Vancouver again. Like okay. <laughs> cool. I, I i happen to like uh i think it was uh mr Workrate on twitter noted that this was an opportunity to have a mall rats game where uh the whalers night is against vancouver yeah uh, right throwing that's it back true. to my college days with mall rats hey, a yeah. great
1: a hey, great movie you can't go wrong with that i know there was a bunch of other ones too that were kind of coming up i was uh like i know it's like the, like i said 25th anniversary night. i think that's against the canadians that's gonna be a good one too yeah. um I'm curious when see went because I know they didn't really have a graphic for I'm kind of excited for who's going to be playing on mental health awareness night because that was actually a lot of that was a more of a special moment for me last year. Because Walt, amazing human being that he is, because uh, he had the, dec- you know, the, the decals for the helmets that for the mental awareness night, he actually was able to get me one. And I'm like, This <laughs> you did above and beyond for me, so I really appreciate that. I even told him when I had him on the uh, podcast like I really appreciate it. Cause that because that because someone who deals with it that just meant a lot. So I'm I'm kind yeah. of curious to see who's gonna be the mental awareness team that we're gonna be playing that night because I think that'd be like that should also get its own specific night and graphic and all that cool stuff. Too, Absolutely. Because I think that's something that's very important that I think we still kind of need to shed more light on. Um,
3: yeah, you know when they announced the the theme nights they did make it uh you know in the announcement these are our first set of theme nights so I'm sure we're gonna be right. seeing some more Right. promotion as they kind of nail those things down but yeah you know the, the canes do a great job of bringing in people from the community and, and oh, yeah. showcasing see, opportunities oh, for, for yeah. people to contribute and learn and grow and that's that's a really cool thing oh so,
1: for sure, yeah. the hurricanes are just so great top to bottom like i said it's absolutely. like we are we are so blessed to have the the marketing team the video yeah. social media it's like there's nothing more you can say about how amazing this organization is it's just yeah. Like I said, we're very blessed to have everyone who works with the Hurricanes. Yeah. It's a a great team to rally around.
2: If it's not a theme night, which it might be, is there a particular game this upcoming season that you're looking forward to, like more than others?
1: Ooh. That's a tough question. So Um, many good ones. So many good ones. (laughs)
3: I I think I'm looking forward to the home games against the Rangers because you know the the way it ended not oh. ideal. And <laughs> Invin- um, Vincent
1: Trocheck is a Ranger too, yeah. Oh, so it's a, it's a good gosh.
3: opportunity to get a monkey off your back there. I think those games will be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I like the I like when Seattle comes to town. It's always cool seeing a new team develop their identity. Yeah. Um, you know, big rivalry with the Caps, so those here those games are always fun. You know, for for me, it it is weird. You know, anytime you work inside of an industry that you were previously a fan of, it does kind of change how your approach is. And so, you know, previously, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, I would have been like, "Oh, I'm I'm really hyped for this game." Now, I'm really hyped for for a good season for making memories, and it does it really does kind of change things.
4: Absolutely, no,
3: for sure, totally get that. I. Like I said,
1: I'm already like waiting for October to be here. Just with the guys. Is it October out. yet? Gosh, hockey withdraw- <laughs> hockey withdrawals, man, really gets you. Especially when like all you folk, like the podcast or like what you do, it's like it's just hockey twenty four seven. When there's yeah. no games, you're like, what
3: do I what do I do with my hands?
1: Right. I'm sure. Totally, yeah, really, I'm sure
2: you kind of working in the industry, being worked in and out the way that you probably are. I'm sure it's nice to have a break. So
3: it is nice to have break. and you know, I'm working the Hurricanes kids camp games uh, this summer. So that's really cool. Yeah, you know, they have the kids camps, and then at the end of the kids camp, they have a scrimmage for the you know younger kids and the older kids. And uh, Mike Maniscalco comes in and does play by play. I get to do PA and DJing. So it's a chance to kind of get a toe back in the water. You know, see Shane, see some of the folks around the team. Right. Good kind of you know appetizer for what's coming up in late September. Uh, I'm actually taking a little trip out to Europe for a couple weeks right oh, nice. The preseason starts, so I'll get a chance to get out, reset, deal yeah, rest right. a little bit and then you totally know, good That first yeah. preseason game that starts the grind and it just kind of goes nonstop until uh hit
2: the ground running April
3: may, June
1: yeah. Yeah. maybe 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 we'll have a a Wayne mentor uh, stealing cup call for the hurricanes. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I, I, I think so too i i think i I'm kind, of, I'm kind of ready to add another year to a possible hurricanes tattoo of, an, of like a second cup next to the 06 one because i mean why not Absolutely. why not add a little, yeah. why not add a little something extra to that but i mean so right before we let you go though a couple more questions so we did talk about the kings that, that did come in unfortunately a lot of names that we did love unfortunately left Steven Lawrence is gone. Nino Niederreiter just left today, unfortunately. Vincent Trocheck is gone. Like for those guys, like is there any special memories you have of them, or is it like how is it going to feel knowing it's like it, it's a business, it happens. But like, how like what were you feeling when you saw like the Hurricanes aren't are fortunately not going to have those guys around anymore because especially they were fan favorites the last few seasons.
3: Yeah, it, it is just kind of a part of how the business works, in that. You know, especially if you're a salary cap team, which is something new for the Hurricanes under the Tom Dundon administration.
1: Yeah, we're never Oh gosh, a cap team. don't don't remind me of the
3: before Dundon times where it's like we have cap, use it they're all right. right. What are we so, doing? So you know here? that uh, the unfortunate side effect of that is you have to manage your cap. Uh, you know, players that you love and who've been big contributors are going to have opportunities to get paydays elsewhere, or they're just right. kind of not going to fit into the plans. Based on how the contracts are working, you know Eric Tulski and his team does a great job of finding good oh, talent yeah. and ma- managing do, those contracts. They just
1: like our pro scouts get they they deserve a lot more love. And Even Walt Ruff has said it. like Don Waddell's a genius, but those guys too like they definitely need a lot more praise for all the cr- number
3: crunching they do and pro scouting guys from other
1: teams. Ron Francis like,
2: trained them well
3: that's yeah. true yeah yeah so Those yeah they, they've great got guy. great pro scouts including uh trace linton who plays against me uh in my motley crew league and is just a, a dirty <laughs> dirty player I hate him. no i'm kidding i love trace. <laughs> wonderful guy good a uh, good pro scout but yeah you know you see a guy like Stephen lawrence who is the nicest person you could ever meet oh, oh he's yeah. so great um, how can, how can yeah. he i can now love stevie You you gotta you gotta give talent to get talent. Um, you know, somebody like Vincent Trochek, Nino Niederreiter who came in and gave credibility to the team as we were kind of evolving into a cup contender and a perennial playoff team. You know, those guys, you know, I, I'm 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 real sad to see him go. Um I wish him the best uh you know, eighty games a year or you know, seventy-eight games a year. Uh, and then I wish him the worst. Two to four.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable, it's Understandable. but
3: you know, the, the, the team under, you know, Don Waddell is president GM, Eric Tolski is assistant GM and head of analytics. Tom Dundon is the owner. They, Rod Brindamore is the coach. They, they have shown, I think everybody that this is a team that's got a relentless drive to improve that they're going to make the most of the resources they have, that they're going to make smart hockey moves to, to make the team better. And that's really all you can ask of, of an ownership in front office. Oh, right. for sure. It, it's just great knowing that it's like you can like put trust
1: in the organization to like do, you have to make the unfortunate m- moves to like, guys that are not going to be lo- no longer with the team because now there's no more, you know, give me fuel, give me fire, give me need a, a rider. That's not a thing anymore, unfortunately. It, yeah, that I was sad
2: when
3: Brock again left because I loved saying his name.
1: Oh, Brock was so great, and you know, of course Morgan Geeky also left too. He when geeks. you know, yeah, you miss Geeks. I mean, there's like so many guys. It's like even like past teams too. Like whenever you know, Eric Cole left the team. Bates Battaglia left. And, you know, when Roddy mm-hmm. hung up the. Glenn screens. Wesley left the team. Roddy oh, left the team. Really. Gosh, Glenn. Love Glenn Wesley. Like very, a lot of people still kind of wonder about Glenn. I thought he was great. I'm glad he's Kim Ward, like Kim Ward needs to get Chicago Blackhawk,
3: Cam Ward. That was
1: weird. Oh, okay, It's, not... <laughs> well, yeah, it's,
4: it's yeah. part, of the, it's
1: yeah, part it...
3: of the industry. It's part of the business. Yeah. That,
1: that, and... that definitely was weird, but I mean, get his number retired at some point, please. Like how is yeah. Kim Ward's number not in the rafters? It's, it's, makes no sense I don't but know. yeah it, it's
2: it's one of those things, too. I feel like seeing your favorite players go, guys like Nino guys like Tro, where you saw everybody was so upset. I feel like it's a nice little or not nice necessarily, but an interesting wake up call to the business that hockey is,
1: but, but of course, like we talked about the additions we we got Brent burns now, we got Andre Kasha and Max patcher like. Are you looking forward to all three of those guys or is there a certain guy you're kind of like, okay, I'm kind of ready to see what he can do with a Rod Brendamore-led Hurricane team with a, with all the guys that are going to be around them?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, all those guys are great ads. You know, I've always been a Br- big Brent Burns fan. i love the way the guys played uh, from the time he joined the league. And you look at a Brent Burns, you look at a Max Petcheretti, those are the type of moves that Stanley Cup contenders make. It's like when you brought in Ray Whitney, when you brought in Mark Ratch when you brought in Doug Waite. Oh gosh, that oh
1: five that oh five oh sixty when they added those guys. Whoo. You know, that, number that one,
3: those guys are great in the room. They've been in the league a long time, they know the right way to play. And number two, it's a signal to the rest of the team that, like, yeah, this we're in our window. We are committed to winning. Are you gonna do your part? Right. And then you get a guy like a Dylan Coglin who's coming in, who's you know got some got some potential upside. You're getting pieces coming back in as well that uh, you know could surprise you. Guys are going to have a chance of moving to new roles. You've got Yesbury uh, Cook Kaniemi who's going to have a chance to probably be that second line center in you know where Vincent Trocek played. You may end up having additional moves after kind of the these you know, salary arbitration periods done. So right, yeah, you know the team's got a little bit of room to play with, and I think one of the things they've shown is that they're going to maximize those assets, including cap space. So you know they might not be done in the free agent market, but right, you know I think this is a team that can contend. I think this is a team that can win, and I think that hopefully they've got a bad taste in their mouth about how things ended last year and are, are not going to mm-hmm. let it happen again.
1: Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell in the exit interviews, those guys were like, this was a special team. Wish we could have done more. So I think this definitely is going to fuel a, f- a fire for a lot of the guys on this team. And like you said, you get a Brent Burns, who we read off his stats last week on last week's show. Like, he was like almost first in every category in terms of just def- like poke checks and uh blue zone stoppages and stuff like that you pair him next to jacob slavin his numbers are basically like i think his lowest was like nine or something like that so having those two together of slavin burns oh my goodness offenses are going to be choked at the blue Mm -hmm. oil with those guys so i'm really excited to see how that's going to play out so it's just it sucks to see guys leave but i'm also really optimistic and also really excited for the fact that it's like okay they got they got guys this season. It's not just, "Oh, we're going to run it back and see what happens." Now it's like, "Oh, we got players. We got mm-hmm. dudes." So it's I don't know. It's going to be an exciting year for sure. But so way before we let you go, like I said, thank you so much just to be able to come on and have you on here for almost an hour and 20 something minutes. This was a lot. Time flies when you're just having fun talking it's about true the game. But where can people find you on social media? Is there anything you want to shout out, give uh, highlights to like certain organizations or
3: charities or anything like that? The floor is yours, sir. Have at it. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much anytime somebody, uh, Meets me and says, oh, mentor, I follow you on Twitter. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I wouldn't. <laughs> if I would, if I hey, me. You are a great follower, sir. And great don't follow. think otherwise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you find me on Twitter at mentor. Um, you can find uh, more information about me and all the stuff I do because I stay busy at my website, which is waidmentor.com. because uh, I work in tech and I got the dot com. Uh, I am on Cameo, so I'll do, uh, you know, announcements for folks, all the proceeds from my Cameo, all the revenue there goes to the uh, Hurricanes Foundation. So if you have a birthday coming up, a wedding coming up, a special event, a felony hearing, like it doesn't matter, (laughs) I will, I will, for money, I will record something for you and uh, it's going to a good cause. Oh, and yeah, man. if you see me uh, wandering on the concourse at a Canes game, come up and say hi. I'm, I'm the world's least intimidating person. I always love saying hi to the Caniacs and, you know, taking a picture or just you know being goofy. So yeah, you know, if you, if you see, I've, I've heard people say, I uh, saw you on the concourse, but I was shy and afraid to come say hi." Please don't. Uh, I am I am weird, but I am harmless, and uh, always uh, always glad, glad to say hi to people. Yeah, plus you got the awesome magnets
1: too, which I've been to a couple of games, but I, I've always missed you somehow. So, at some point I'm going to be like, "That hey, sounds it, like a
3: you problem."
1: honestly it really is. I might need to see a DM you like, "Hey, Wade, where are you at?" cuz I need <laughs> maybe just cheat the system a little bit. But I mean, like you said, you got the, you know, the got the magnets, you got the mentor mail. You even got the cool cane stickers to come with the mentor mail. And I have to say that the your custom jersey with the PA on the on the top. Oh. It's just just chef's kiss yeah. just a fantastical addition but i
3: stole that from uh jeff k in dallas who i found out stole it from west johnson in uh in dc so the, you know, the chain good. of theft is going all the way back hey there.
1: why not right you know it's at some point someone's gonna do the same thing on another team and like hey i took it from wade minner and yeah, good
3: artist borrow great artist steal yes yeah. Yeah,
1: you, you know why not why not <laughs> but wade thank you so much this was a lot of fun having you on this has been a really really fun show it's like i said Just thank you for taking the time and talking to us. It was just perfectly meant to happen tonight just to be able to have you on. So, like I said, thank you. Thank 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 you 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 for having me
3: on. Always great to talk hockey, get my brain back in gear on the summer. And, you know, that first preseason game in uh, late September will be here before we know it. Absolutely. I'm
1: looking forward to it. I know you're ready for a break, but, but like I said, enjoy the rest of your night. Have a great weekend and wait. As always, just like I said, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This is a lot of fun. Awesome. Bye y'all.
4: Great talking right, with you. See you Wade.
1: All right. So that was, <laughs> that was Wade Minner.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my
1: goodness. Um,
2: great talking with him. He's, he's a wonderful human being.
1: I know. Like the fact that we've had like an over an hour and 20 minutes with Wade, that was, that was a lot <laughs> of fun. I mean, oh, yeah. this was just so great. I'm, I'm hoping everyone really enjoys this episode because That's I know a lot of people were excited for it to happen. But oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That was Still just a crazy. Little
2: starstruck a little bit.
1: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Just diving into the story. Like I thought we were like, oh, have him on for about thirty, forty minutes, no big deal. Chat a little bit about the canes, what he does, and then be on with our day. No, it's about an hour and twenty something minutes in, and we're just going on a picking his stuff.
2: brain, doing all the fun things. So I <sighs> I
1: stories love. I hope right. he's not too
2: mad at us for stealing a bunch of our time, but that was awesome.
1: I, I, yeah it was just, luckily what because we were like finagling times and trying to figure stuff out it's just that was just so great so before we go into our next part of the show which is kind of like talking a little bit more yeah a little bit more wrap up talking a little bit more in depth about certain guys who did leave uh we're gonna take a quick second to talk about our amazing sponsors primax x hockey level up snacks and, and the clutch apparel so when we come back um we'll talk more about the hurricanes after these quick few minutes with our amazing sponsors hey everyone we'll get back to the rest of the episode i just want to take a quick minute to talk about our amazing sponsors of the podcast Primo x hockey level up snacks and in the clutch apparel first sponsor we have to talk about it has to be the original og from the day one sponsor and that is Primo x hockey if you're looking for anything from stick tape to stick protectors outdoor pucks Anything you can think of, they you name it, they have it from indoor to outdoor with amazing apparel as well. you got to check out the guys from Primal X Hockey. Really great group over there. Been to the warehouse. Really, really nice. Cannot speak highly enough of these guys. The great thing, too, is they're based in Raleigh. So if you're in the Raleigh area, look at the pickup from the actual warehouse. They can do that. If you're also looking to get your stuff shipped, they also do that as well for free shipping all across the United States. And the best part is, I got a discount code for you guys. So if you go to primoxhockey.com and use the code SEARCHCAST, and all caps, you get 20% off your order, like I said. You cannot find a better group in terms of just having great hockey equipment and even apparel. We got hats, we got koozies, we got T-shirts, hoodies, all that great stuff. So make sure to go to you use the code SEARCHCAST, so you get 20% off your order. And like I said, you either do pickup at the warehouse or you can get it shipped. That is how amazing these guys are, and it's fast. So why not go check out Primex Hockey where you know you go your great hockey equipment and you can support the podcast and support them because shop local, support local. Next sponsor I want to talk about is Level Up Snacks. If you're looking to take your gaming to the next level, make sure to check those guys out because they have really great, amazing you know, drinks. They got watermelon, they got great. Well, I I'm a big watermelon guy, but I don't know that green apple tasted really good. It gives you a lot of good focus, zero calories. Why why not enjoy some you know great hydration while you're playing those games to take your game to the next level with these guys at Level Up Snacks. And the good and the cool thing too is they got snacks coming soon, and they got fast delivery. So why not join the Level Up Fam? Go to levelupsnacks.com and if you use the code SearchCast, that's right, another SearchCast code you get 10% off your order, just go to
4: levelupstacks.com,
1: use the code SEARCHCAST to get 10% off your order with some really great quality drinks and snacks coming soon as well. The last sponsor I want to talk about is In The Clutch. If you go to intheclutch.com, where they have amazing MLBPA, MLSPA, NCAA, and vintage sports designs on all 100% licensed products. Like I said, really great amazing stuff. They even got hockey on there too. So if you're looking for, you know, a Cincinnati Sting, or if you want to look for a Mighty Ducks, Cincinnati, Mighty Ducks t-shirts. They even got the New England Whalers t-shirt. Anything you think of for hockey, they got them over there. Plus amazing on the sports as well. And the cool thing too is, we even got some merch over there as well within the clutch. If you go to their hockey section, look at the start cast, we got a t-shirt and we got a hoodie. And another great thing too is. We got another
4: discount code in there as
1: well. If you use code search, you get 10% off your order within The Clutch. Really great group over there. I cannot highly recommend them. Up They're crazy. They're amazing. Definitely check them out. Remember to go to InTheClutch.com and use the code search. You get 10% off your order. So big, massive props to Prime Wax Hockey, Level Up Snacks, and InTheClutch.com for being able to help. Yes. And like I said, if you guys use SearchCast at ParamountTalkie.com, you get 20% off. Use SearchCast at Level Up Snacks for 10% off. And if you use Surge at InTheClutch.com, that's another 10% off. So, why not help support the podcast by also helping out the sponsors as well? Now, without further ado, let's send it back to the rest of the episode. And we are back. Thank you to Primox Hockey Level Up Snacks and the Clutch for being just amazing sponsors uh of the podcast. You know, some from day one, some more a little bit later on, but can't go wrong with our amazing sponsors that we have, but absolutely uh, uh, unfortunately it is that time, Bailey. We have to talk about a little more in depth about certain about certain canes that did leave. We did talk about it with Wade, but
2: who do we want to start with? Because I've got a story for one of them.
1: <laughs> let's let let's do the first one in Stevie Lawrence because he did. what was he first or was Tro first? I
2: think it was because uh, we
1: got. It, I want to say it was CB first? Yeah, let's talk about Stephen Lawrence and that trade for Brent Burns, which we did talk about. Um, you know, we okay. talked about a little bit more in depth, but like in the last episode. But you know, it's. It still stings a little bit. I'm curious to see where what number he gets, but we do know Burns's number now. It's eight,
2: mm-hmm. so
1: he that was his former Which number. Gives from... me
2: gives me a little bit of hope that there's some hope with Natus.
1: Yeah, well, he and he also did play uh, with eight before he went to San Jose right. too. So like that's his, kind of his original number. Six. So someone I think someone else had it in. san jose that's why he went to 88 now he's back to eight and the, the hurricanes social media team with the bb8 reference
4: <sighs> star wars
1: I, night better a, be...
2: yeah i'm a little bit of a star wars nerd and i should i was with oh, my dad when that came out and it was beautiful.
1: i i'm a massive star wars nerd like i have the blu-rays of the original six like the original three and the prequels all in a 10 type of like Tatooine type thing. And yeah the, like the video games and the, I've seen almost all the shows. So it's, yeah, yeah. Just to see as a nerd, is a, it's a little bit of an understatement. But yeah, that BB, <laughs> that BB reference, I'm like Star Wars night better be lit this year. Absolutely. With if they Bert don't Burns do a Star
2: Wars themed uh storm surge. <sighs> you have to. Brit Burns has just to be the in White it Sleeper's somehow. lightsabers back. <laughs> I
1: missed those. That was fun. That I, was
2: yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: they were kind of tame this year for the storm surge, so I'm, car- I'm kind of curious to see if they're going to amp it up this year. But
2: yeah, I mean, there's... nothing wrong with fan salutes, but I miss the fun stuff. Yeah, well, when
1: you win so much, I think you kind of start losing ideas pretty <laughs> quick. So I right, there's
4: there. The, I just the... I'm
2: I'm so mad. The only storm surge that I have ever witnessed, and they did the freaking wave as the storm surge and if anybody oh, if yeah. anybody knows me they know i am not a fan of the wave
1: i am very i am very anti-wave it's kind of yeah. cute the first time you see it but then it's like multiple times yep like not just around the arena but like multiple times you do it during a game it's like all right.
2: The only good experience I've had with the wave was when I was at a Rockies Mets game and the way, like when it would get around to like the huge section of. Mets. Oh fans. yeah.
1: I remember the, yeah, cause you were yeah. at that. Cause, yeah, yeah. Cause
2: it, like it was at that game and there's this huge section of Mets fans and the wave would go around and it'd get to them and everybody was just sitting there super quietly and all the Rockies fans started booing them. I, so. yeah, I,
1: yeah, I remember you were telling us <laughs> about that in the group chats. That was just, that yeah. was so great. But, Beautiful. Um,
2: but anyway, back to hockey. Sorry. <laughs> I,
1: I Hey, we were talking about wrestling and scotch and all that good stuff with weights. So, I mean, in improv comedy. So I'm not. <laughs> this has just been a fun episode. So oh, yeah. why not? But uh, so Vincent Cherchek, unfortunately, it's a a New York Ranger, which is like no.
2: It's one of those things. Like, I and I talked with people beforehand too. I was like, I really don't want to be or like the Rangers for any reason whatsoever. And then I don't know why I didn't think of this beforehand, but you can be a fan of the player and not the team. So that's how it's kind of working for me for Vincent Trocheck and a certain other player coming up to talk about here in a sec.
1: Yeah, you know what? At least it wasn't Trocheck and the Bruins like they they were originally this is saying. True. That would have really sucked. I'm like, I love you, Tro, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Can you imagine you know, a Prius and a Lambo parking in the same <laughs> together? That would have been.
2: Brad Marchand would have thrown a fit and I would have been here for it. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, he, he would have been like, all right, just trade me now. Just do it. <laughs> that would have been something. But, yeah, so I think his was like seven years. And I, figured, I think the AAV was like seven million or – Yeah. It was some – I'm like, yeah, I her kids think... weren't going to touch that. No. Ooh. And then Donald Dill even said it too. It's like you like guys around that age, like they want long-term – you really can't do that and we even said it too like if you're talking like three four years maybe you can get something to work out but Tro right. tro wanted seven that's really too, uh, at 33 you're almost pushing 40 by the time that contract's up you really got to hope he's still producing at that point in the aav he was going to ask for that was gonna that was gonna strap the can so hard i was
2: I was really hoping given his exit interview and how short and determined his answers were that he was going to be willing to take some sort of pay cut to stay with us. And it just didn't happen.
1: No, the Rangers gave him the bag because they know how good he was. And they're like, mm-hmm. we'll give you all this money. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. And it's,
2: it, it's scary too, thinking Cause he's going to be a pest against us this upcoming season. Yeah.
1: Cause he, he pretty much knows the team and how it runs, so that's mm-hmm. that's going to be an issue. But, I mean,
2: uh, luckily a lot
1: of guys don't really do that, like, oh, this is what they're going to do type thing. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully not. But, yeah, that's still kind of like, oh, that stings, seeing him on the team yeah. we just lost to in the, in the playoffs. Yep. But, you know, like Wade said, wish him the best. Hopefully it works out. But, yeah, that's just yeah. – that stings. That yep. stings. And then today – because well, we're recording on a thursday so when, when this does drop it'll be tomorrow uh well today on friday if you are listening to it now or watching this on our youtube which by the way subscribe hit the hello. bell <laughs> hello <laughs> subscribe hit the bell hit all for all notifications um
2: we won't spam your notifications i promise but we do have some fun youtube exclusive stuff coming here soon
1: I am very excited for our YouTube exclusives. So, yeah, so you might get one video a week. You might get two, maybe three at the most. Um, but
2: that's, that's just, only if something exciting is happening. So
1: yeah, so yeah, so don't worry. We're not going to have like a video every day or a video every other day. Like. <laughs> it- for us, scheduling wise, it's yeah. not possible. If like that would be to, a nightmare. <laughs> we would have to be very lucky to work from home and be like, mm-hmm. hey, we can do a video, like like a half hour video every day or an hour mm-hmm. long, and be like, I will right, we'll get out the next day. That's might might work, yeah. Not right now. Not with, with my job and you being in college, that might be a little difficult. So yeah, so just okay. maybe three at the most, if that. But that's mostly YouTube exclusives. The audio side, it's only one. It's only one a week maybe yeah. two the playoffs <laughs> we had an interesting time for the playoffs doing like yeah. three episodes in one week that was stressful <laughs> Fun. for Fun. me it was stressful because it was just me by myself at that point so yeah. it's gonna be real interesting for us but so like i said today being thursday we also did get the news that um a lot of hurricane scanners were hoping the hurricanes would announce this guy was re signed with the team and unfortunately not so much we said it with wade <laughs> Yeah. Nino Rider yeah.
2: I woke up at nine or nine twenty this morning and checked Twitter, and I, like I saw a bunch of things blowing up, like a bunch of notifications coming in, and everybody's like sitting there sobbing, like "Oh my god, he's gone." Whatever. Check Twitter first thing on my timeline. Nino Niederreiter to Nashville with, and so listen to this too. The thing that blows my mind. Man is getting paid $4 million. Same amount we're paying for Jake Gardner. What? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) What? Well, I can see why the Hurricanes were kind of in a strapped situation to not make that deal move because we're only at like I think four and a half. Just
2: over four, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're talking like Martin Nietzsche and Ethan Bear probably won't come back. Right if we do sign Nino and if you do sign Nino where it's like then you're reshuffling a lot of the other lines that you're, we've got, we talked about last week. Like what do you do with Jack jury? What do you do with Martin Nietzsche? What do you do with all these other guys that we kind Peterson, of saw on the roster? Peterson's
2: yet? still technically on a roster.
1: Right. He's going to Chicago though. Cause I right. So but it's like, yeah, you're then you're reshuffling the lines again. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Especially when you have Jasper you know, Jasper Fost and you know, how the top six is gonna look like as well. So yeah, that was I I can see why the Hurricanes couldn't make that move because you can't just take a Jake Garner contract and just ship it somewhere right. else. You and you've got to so, have the team that wants to take it, and that's right.
2: And he's also got a seven team no trade clause. So it's a matter of, like, I, I feel like there are some teams in the league at this point that can't choose to be picky. Yeah. And you can kind of, it. like, no offense to your other team, but the Blackhawks and Calgary, like, they're, they've got to get some more roster space filled. And I feel like there's, it, like, in Jake Gardner's situation, I mean, maybe those teams are on his no-trade clause, but they yeah. can't afford to be picky, he he could go there and that like i'm sure he would prosper there oh for
1: sure it's it's just you're you're and i saw this on twitter and i forget where i saw but it's like it's a lot harder to move contracts than you think yeah you've got to have the other team has to take it on and how are they going to fit with their roster so it's like yeah oh just trade this contract no big deal it's a little more difficult than that and that's why we don't get paid the big bucks to make those trades and make and make those signings. So it's True. like you can say that, oh, just trade this contract, we can get this guy back. You got to worry about the other team that's going to take it and what you're going to get out of it too, because you're also okay. trying to offset. Move. Like people are like, oh, let's go get um uh Tarasenko. Problem: his uh, his cap hit is ridiculous. It, and, uh, yeah, you and you like would have unless more.
2: the Blues decide to retain like a whole bunch of salary. If they would have. To, they would have. They would have, they would have at least t- You
1: would have to at least take half. And still get rid of a big contract to even get near that even that half. Yeah. So even then, and then it's like, oh, what about um Matthew Kachuk?
2: Same problem. situation.
1: His cap hit is almost Gary Goudreau's level of contract, and that's yeah. also rough. And he's a and he's gonna he's gonna want the bag too. So it's mm-hmm. like if we're not gonna touch a giant Gaudreau number, there's no way you're touching a Matthew Kachuk, and that's the problem. And that's and I know a lot of people are always like how can you not resign Nino for four million over two seasons, guys? We don't really have the necess- enough. We barely have the cap space to even get him on the contract.
4: Right. But
1: then, then you're talking about okay. Now you have arbitration problems with Marty Neutris and Ethan Bear. Yeah. You can't bring. You can't bring either one of them back.
2: Right. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. It sucks to see him go. Um, to the predators of all teams, trash oh, film.
1: gosh, that's.
2: And I, I almost feel kind of bad because uh, I know Nashville talked a whole bunch of crap on Twitter to the ABS fans while they were getting swept during round yeah. one.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: and I will admit I got into – and I didn't get into much banter with any of them on Twitter, but I know I in, uh, like participated in some of the not-so-nice talk on Twitter spaces about them just because they kind of pissed me off. Um,
1: that's, that's Nashville fans for you in general. It's just they uh, – I do have some friends who are national fans, you know, like Max Ritz from Squad really good dude. Very exception of people that I'm like, Okay, you're cool, no problem with you. Good majority of that fan base though,
2: yeah, no, no. So I, I, I will love Nino with all my heart, no matter where he's at. I just, it's, it's hard kind of imagining him in a mustard yellow jersey.
1: Gosh, those jerseys are so (laughs) (laughs) atrocious, disgusting and terrible. Throw them in the, put them in a fire.
2: Dumpster fire.
1: Use them as toilet paper. They're just bad. They're they're just bad jerseys. Like why, why? And also Why? But, I mean, I mean it, it, like I said, all the best for Nino. But, yeah, I mean, that's rough. And I can see where people are going to be upset with it. For me, it's just like nature of the business. It is what it is. And like I said, right. the, like, huh, what do you mean? The, the team is cheap. They can't do $4 million. When you're kind of at the well, – you're about $4 million from the ceiling of the cap and you've got other players you need to resign to, it's like it's not – like I said, it's not easy removing contracts. And it is what it yeah. is. So it just, like, it
2: also kind of hurt, like, to kind of be sympathetic to their kind of response. Yeah. I mean, we were expecting him to go for what, like five, five and a half mil? Some people even 60. said potentially six. And to see him sign a contract as low as four mil. I think that's what kind of upset people the most. And they were like, there's a way if we had known he was going to sign for that, we could have predicted before all these moves kind of fell in our hands with Pacioretty. But I also am kind of of the understanding, like we don't have Nino anymore, but, as saddening as that is i'm not i'm still pretty confident in.
1: oh yeah Say, yeah and i what we were saying with wade i'm still really confident in this team for next year like i said you get a guy like max patch where yeah wade even said to this team had trouble scoring last year in the playoffs because we couldn't we couldn't win on the road to save our lives like there was no
2: my boyfriend never lets me forget it <laughs> so yeah uh-
1: I, there, there's a long list, long, longer <laughs> list of stuff that your boyfriend needs to chill out on. But I mean, that's another episode for another time. But good, good dude. But it's just like, there's a little bit, there's a few timeouts where we that
2: hold oh, up. We're still good. <laughs> Leave us alone.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, we have some, well, there's some discussions that need to be made, sir. But it's just. Mm-hmm. I, it is what it is. And like it's like you do have depth scoring, but depth scoring takes you so far. you got to have kind of guys that are actually also going to carry you as well. So that's kind of why I see with Max Patch already. You get him doing 30 goals a season. Nothing wrong it's with that. It's just a
2: matter of what line is he doing that on, which has been a big point of contention on Twitter. Uh,
1: for so. sure. I get, it's definitely going to be the top six. And honestly, any combination you have with that top six is going to look really good, honestly.
2: It, it it just comes down to me i don't think rod starts him off on the first if he makes it to the first line at all
1: yeah i um. definitely i could definitely see like that the sat line might be together or you're looking at a jarvis Tara Vine and Ajo, like we said last week, then you're know, like, right. pa- Patches, Svetch, and Cockney. I mean, even, then that's, that, even that second line is still going to be dangerous. Too. Absolutely. Like Jesper Foss, Marty Nietzsche, and Jordan Stahl on the third line. Wouldn't be upset about that. Or, no, sorry, Andre Kasha on the third line with Jordan Stahl and Jesper Foss. Wouldn't it really be upset. But, but then it's annoyed. also,
2: is Marty going to be willing to take that for C? I so, mean, that's not, that's not that's I, a I'd bad spot see, either. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's also a matter too. like, I know the whole reason we signed KK was so he could fall into that two C role,
5: yeah. but it's also,
2: do, do you go ahead and entrust that to him or do you put nature's in that spot and see how it like kind of try out both and see which <sighs> prospers more?
1: Yeah. See KK though, like he's a, he's a definite center and it worked out last year. He was still putting up decent numbers for a four C role. Right. Four C with the quotations. I, and I even said at this point too, like if Tro doesn't come back, you I think KK is the best possibility for the two C because you're giving him eight years. It's mm-hmm. kind of like it's a kind of like a writing on the wall at this point. He's gonna be the two C guy. It's just when right. and who is he gonna be with? And I think this is the perfect time to do it right now, especially when you have Svetch and Patches on either side of you.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, I think it's a perfect opportunity to put him as a two C. Yeah. Will there be some trial and errors? Yeah, it happens with everyone, but it's it's a rod brendan moore led team i'm not really too worried right. about it and the defense yeah you got some question marks after your top four but still that's still a that's still a deadly i'm top. not worried deadly top four and you get a healthy Ronte and a healthy freddie anderson back next year ooh, ooh. Yeah. It's, it's, give it to me. forget october isn't september yeah i need some preseason hockey i just eat hockey withdrawals yeah. are killing me man like mm-hmm. i'm trying to figure out what i want to do for content just on twitter like I do not tweet as much as I used to because there's no games to talk about. Yeah, like it's like it's like what, it's like I said, what do I do with my hands? I don't know. <laughs> we got no yeah. hockey. We have no nope. hockey. So it's like the most we talk about hockey is mostly on on this now. Yeah, it's, on Twitter it's just speculations and hey, what's gonna happen? Yeah, I don't know.
2: And so, it, it'll be interesting too because some of the ABS fans that I've talked to kind of use Nino Niederreiter finally signing is a kind of. Stepping stone to okay now we're gonna hopefully see some cadre news drop, and there's other big names that are still waiting to sign, yeah in addition to cadre too so there there there's maybe not a lot more cane hockey to talk about aside from a nature's deal happening and arbiter Ethan bear going through arbitration yeah uh his date being on August eighth um but there there's still a bunch more speculation to happen, so yeah I-
1: like Wade said, you might see a couple extra moves happen once the arbitration stuff's done, but it's like I don't see any other big splashes happening unless no. <laughs> unless like Don Waddell and Tom Denner are like, you know what, let's make it a little bit extra spicy and yeah. somehow make some moves work, and it's like, okay, uh, they're yeah. not messing around. But I, I don't know, with like barely above $4 million left in the cap and you got two guys going through arbitration that might take a good half of that, maybe all of it. I don't really see anything like splash wise gonna happen. It's
4: right.
1: kind of at this point, it's just filling in a couple extra roster spots with guys who are gonna come back from last year's team and roll with the team we have now. Which, like I said, I'm still really excited for. We got Absolutely. some pieces, and I mean, it's gonna be fun. I'm just yeah. ready, ready for it to be here. So I mean, it's Same. just, Kane's hockey. It's just.
4: A beautiful
2: roller coaster.
1: Yeah, I, like I said, love this team, love the organization. We got like we got the theme nights, mm-hmm. like like I said. Unfortunately, some guys left. We did get, did get some guys in too, so it's. I definitely see the next few weeks will be very interesting content-wise for us. Like, all right, what do we do now? Because it's like, hey, <laughs> yeah. So far on the news front, not a lot's going on with the Hurricanes, but hey, we got this stuff and this and this somewhat going for the Hurricanes. So, oh yeah. Yeah. So it would be really, it'll be really interesting, but um, yeah. So have you finally, so we're going to go a little bit away from the hurricanes for the last little bit. Did you finally finish Shorzy or are you still kind of working through no,
4: that?
2: No, I'm still working through it. It's been, oh my, leave me alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I had that whole like bout where I was like trying to figure out whether or not I had COVID and right, I not yeah, yeah. COVID and I don't know how, but things just got kind of like busy. I didn't have time to like sit down and my attention right. span. I feel like my attention span, or if you've seen Up, like that Disney oh, movie, Up, oh, yeah, and you movie. know Doug, Doug oh, the dog, that is my yeah. attention span. So. <laughs> It's, it's kind of hard. It, like, I don't know. I've been yeah. like kind of fighting between, do I actually have the time? Do I actually want to sit down and like devote? Like I want to the, right. it, like the desire is there. It's just a matter of getting my brain to focus and actually right. sit down and pay attention and watch yeah.
1: it. Yeah. It's yeah, like, say like, once you're in hockey mode for regular season, the Canes hockey, it's like, okay, I'm good. I know what I'm watching. I know mm-hmm. what I want to do. Right. Now it's kind of like,
2: I feel like summer is kind of like my I don't have to worry about many responsibilities with it when it comes to like hockey and school. And yeah, like it, it's a lot easier for my brain to focus during the actual like academic hockey season because ty- they kind of fall hand in hand.
4: Yeah, um, right. Funny yeah. enough.
2: Uh, but it, like it's a lot easier for my brain to focus in those like times versus summer where I'm just kind of like in off mode.
1: You yeah know? and your brain's just like all over the place you're like yeah. it's like all right what do i do like, there's
2: nothing for me to focus on like without like i i don't know it's you try, unless you stuff.
1: force yourself when you try to force right. yourself to hyper focus on something and it's like
2: yeah don't really
1: want to so right yeah that's what i said it's just when it's not hockey season it's kind of like so um once hockey season is starting again? right <laughs> yeah, so. it's, yeah it's yeah it's I'm just ready for it to be here. It's- I'll finish
2: Shorzy when you finally watch Goons.
1: <laughs> we're, we're gonna be sitting here for quite a long time. Uh, I, he, Beth gives me issues about it too. It's just like,
4: where do
2: you think I get it from?
1: G two thousand and one. I don't know. You tell me. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It's just. I'm just. Like you said, for you, it's like I like. Do I want to watch it? Sure. Will I sit yeah. down and possibly watch it? Maybe. May probably yeah. not. I don't know. It's just—it's one of those things where it's like I'm just not. I don't know. It's just, my brain is just like, nah. Let's watch something else.
2: That's fair. I don't
1: know. It's just—it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't know. My brain is just like, nah. Let's—we'll watch it another time. Even if I even get to it, yeah. it'll be like—it'll be like three years from now. And I'm like, have you seen it? No. Nope. No. Nope. Still haven't seen it. <laughs> do see Just know one. you're gonna
2: get crap from Beth and I until you finally do it. So I, I expect that for Shorzy and Letterkenny as well. So
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well for sure. Like I said, like, <laughs> by then I would have watched I probably would have watched Miracle Another like dozen times, Mystery yep. Alaska, Young. Rewatch Blood. all the other
2: Netflix shows that I have already watched over like oh, ten no. times already.
1: Well no, don't have Netflix anymore because they have ads and it's eighteen dollars a month. So they have happened. ads. Yeah, they put ads on it now, so Oh. and it's eighteen dollars a month, so fun. Nope. Hulu, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay I'll pay six dollars and some change to watch movies and shows on there. So Bob, Bob's burgers and Shorzy and Leonard Cammy. I'm all set. Just there need to get go. supernatural on there, and I'll be that'll be even better then. But I mean yep. a lot a lot of somewhat binge watching to do. I'm kind of really caught up on a lot of shows. So yeah. I don't know. Figure out it at some point, but We've gone on for almost two hours. Now we're just kind of just jabbing her away. So why not end it now? Like everyone who's made it to this point, thank you so much for thank listening you. to this episode. This was a lot of fun. I mean Wade Minner who forgot. Like like oh my god. Me goodness. being a
2: hockey fan, being able to talk to the voice of the canes is just very, 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 very exciting to me. Yeah, like I remember so.
1: the, I remember the first time I was trying to get him on. I was like, we were, I was like, we were like, before you were a co, before you were the co-host, I was kind of DMing with you and you're like, I need to get on that episode. How do we make this happen? And it's like, I don't know. And it, kind of, mm-hmm. it was meant to be for it to wait till you were the actual co-host of the show. To Very be like, don't, no problem. You're already going to be on there. No, so, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's just, yeah. It, it's just worked out perfectly. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we got, so we've had Walt Ruff, Wayne Minner on. It's like, First first guest of season two, and it's mm-hmm. Wade Minter. Starting off with the bang. I mean, plus how to bring out the Jordan Stahl jersey too from you know him as as the alternate days. Absolutely. Know, before those gaudy, awful <laughs> knockoff Red Wings jerseys, <laughs> I always call them. I mean, yeah. what what a what a butte. What a beaut. But now this, yeah. like I said. Thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode. This was a lot of fun. I'm, I guess like I I'm just the YouTube video is going to be great. People just watching us, talking away and trying to be like, don't lose your minds because this is fantastic. And then it's yep. just, yeah, I'm, I felt
2: like I, for most of it, I was just kind of sitting there like, please say more, say more,
4: please. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm so like, interested.
1: Yeah, the, story, <laughs> the stories, like just oh, so much great stuff. So I hope, I hope everyone really loves this one. It's just great and, so before we actually let everyone go, Bailey, where can people find you on the socials?
2: So you can find me where I am most active, at Bailey Curtis, and that is Bailey Curtis with two Ys. Um, you can find me where I'm not as active, but still kind of post and interact a little bit on Instagram at Bailey Lynn Curtis. Um, go follow the podcast at the Surgecast; We've got some great content over there. Um, we retweet and talk about all news, Carolina hurricanes, some Chicago wolves as well. Um, oh, yeah. If you are also interested in just kind of keeping up with hockey in general, go follow the at belly up hockey Twitter page as well. We've, uh I'm I'm gonna start making some graphics here soon for some really interesting content. Uh just for uh fun and some off season enjoyment and entertainment.
1: Yeah, definitely have to follow those because it's gonna be a lot of fun for sure. And Bailey's articles too. That'll be those will be really fun to read.
2: Yeah, I'm still I'm I'm still working on it, but we're getting there. I
1: promise.
4: Now, yeah. <laughs>
1: Put, put in the hockey department head on hat on real quick. Yes, we still need to have our meetings there, Bailey, about yes, your
4: article. Yes,
1: no, all good though. But no, yeah, definitely check those <laughs> out. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am one true Zach on Twitter. That's o n e true Zach. Um, I am also on Instagram a little bit, but it's just mostly sharing stories and just watching it At this point, uh, it's Zach R Martin twenty um, two. Like I said, check out BaileyUpSports.com for all their great stuff as well. Um, just a lot of great articles and other podcasts over there as well. So a lot of, like I said, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe, just on the audio side of this podcast, what's going on up on belly up hockey. And like I said, we might even have some, uh, YouTube exclusives over here too. So there's a lot of, a lot of exciting things going to go happen with this podcast. So trying to, try to fill out some content for the next few weeks since we've pretty much got nothing right now until about September. something like that august august is going to be a whole lot of fun trying to be like all right what do you want to talk about this week i don't know (laughs) oh speaking of which uh, I heard a certain co-host was on uh, another podcast that's going to come out this weekend. Oh,
2: yeah, guys. Uh, just a little personal plug here. Go check out uh, our friend Kyle Sullivan, a.k.a. Shaggy Von Doom's podcast here in Puckberg. Um, an episode with yours truly is going to be dropping on Saturday, and it's a really fun one.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it because I was actually on it with him last year's uh and that's why i was on another pot an older podcast before even this one started too so yeah that one is is a little bit outdated in terms of teams and viewpoints on some things too but yeah definitely if you're not ter- listening
2: will- for the content of the episode alone the intro song oh my the god song is beautiful the fact that he got
1: that custom made for the podcast mm-hmm. just it's an absolute beauty like the fact that he when he announced season two is coming back i It's like, catchy. This, it really is. And the fact <laughs> that the uh, just his like first five episodes were already bucked with guests and who the names were. I'm like, yeah. okay, this is gonna be fun. And yeah. So all right. So everyone make sure Saturday, after you um, listen to, after after you listen to this this podcast today on Friday, make sure on Saturday to go listen to here in Puckberg to uh hear the journey of our own Bailey Curse and how her, her fandom for the Carolina Hurricanes was
2: built. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, no, there's a lot of good conversations talking about hockey in the south, moving fan bases. As I moved from North Carolina to uh, Colorado, so lots yeah. of great topics of conversation. Um, if you have your own sto- story to share, too, is in Kyle is one of the nicest people I've ever talked oh, to. Oh,
3: great! Oh,
1: great
2: guy. Go hit up the here in Puckberg uh Twitter account and go get yourself scheduled. He is a great conversation.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot of fun. We get. Hopefully, when you get the uh, Kane's abs matchups, and we need to try to bring them on for an episode, and absolutely do a little preview of that because I know we also got the Mile High Pundit guys coming on for the other abs again. Oh, we get yeah. them twice next year, so we're gonna have get to get them.
2: our explicit things ready for those episodes. Yeah, dro- yeah,
1: yeah. Drop the E right next to the little episode. We got a couple <laughs> on here, but not a lot. But we're that one might have a, have an explicit next to it. But. <laughs> Either way, like I said, after you listen to this one Friday, go listen to here in Pluckburg on Saturday. That's gonna be a lot of fun because the fact that yeah, you are in Colorado, but obviously, we all know who your number one team is, Bailey. So absolutely, yeah. I mean, how can you not <laughs> love the Hurricanes?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, had to I had to rip my influencer shirt here a little bit, but I yeah. mean,
1: hey, as as a fellow influencer, uh, as a fellow Canes influencer, I <laughs> I approve. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> but. but <laughs> But until next week, guys, for episode four of season two, I'm Zach.
2: I'm Bailey.
1: And we'll see you here next time.
5: for listening to this belly up media production some said we'd go belly up so we made it our name and we're still here